I told you, I, 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 I told you, you did this. You, 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 we hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. We are back at it, back in full effect with another edition of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all, with the best drops in the game provided by the one and only Figgy Fig. Hey. Again, I was on camera, man. I'm like fucking <laughs> scratching my nose and shit. I, can't, I keep forgetting I'm on damn uh, camera, man. That's nasty. Uh, what up, Spoon? We see you on Facebook. What's going on, man? What's going on, everybody? Hope y'all are all cozy, tucked in. Had a nice few days off of work. You know, not everybody can say the same things. Figgy, I know you in the grind. Yeah. Did you have any days off this week? I had Thanksgiving off, but I had to work okay. today. Yeah, I had to work today. I actually was co-hosting in the loop with uh, Adam Spillane. Hey. So it, it, hey. It wasn't okay. Man, he's a cool dude, man. I, he, I, I enjoy working with Adam, man. <laughs> he is. He's like... He he kind of he's kind of Mike Meltzerish in some ways. I feel like yeah. he 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 has a sense of humor, but it's just it's hard to get it out of him sometimes. Yeah, but when you bring <laughs> it out of him, it's just like man, this dude funny yeah. as hell. Nah, he is he is. So that's good, man. That's dope. Um, how was your Thanksgiving, by the way? You do anything? I know you didn't go to Cleveland late last evening. I didn't go to Cleveland. I caught a plane out to Cleveland late last evening. Man, I um, I ain't do much, man. Uh, the wifey cooked, so we didn't cook a turkey or ham. 
So Damn. What we, did, what we did was we um we had got a prime rib for the low low, and we cut the prime rib. We cut it on the grill a little bit and all that. Um, she cut the side. She she had the uh, brisket mac and cheese. Um, we had some um, dressing, some um, green beans. Uh, what else did we have? We we had the we had a lot of sides, but you know, no turkey, no ham, and all that stuff, man. So it was pretty laid back. I just chilled at the house the whole time. Okay, okay, okay. That remind me of uh, uh, you, you was a ghost face killer in the mighty healthy lyrics talking about eating dead bird and shit. Oh, all yeah. the stuff you don't do. What he say? He said, "I have to look these lyrics up." He yeah. said, "Uh, uh, black blacks become immune and shit. We never did like eating dead birds. Just trust the pharmacy over herbs. Men marrying men. Ugh, they got yeah, the urge." Yes, <laughs> wild lyrics, man. He did, man. He did, and it, they usually didn't make any sense about any kind of. You never understood. There is no theme meant. to any song he made, man. He was just yeah. rapping. Yeah. <laughs> it was still dope. Though. It's so funny because they were like, even though they was like hood dudes, they were so nerdy at one point, man. <laughs> like they bringing up Iron Man and, <laughs> and lyrics yeah. and all this other stuff. Got powers all like the, Iron all Man. these old school kung fu movies that like nobody watched but them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I don't think we would have even known what Thirty Six Chambers and all that shit was unless they put everybody on it. Yeah, no, um, I agree. But Spoon yeah. says Adam lives for sports. Adam Spillane, yeah, he does, man. He's a uh, a sports junkie, especially with like baseball and basketball and things that are kind of tougher for me to keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually really good at breaking that down and analyzing that stuff. So yeah, he was joking with me today about he was like, yeah, Figgy Fig, I know you're keeping up with the um, the NBA play in uh, the NBA. <laughs> Uh, in season tournament, I know you got the, <laughs> I, I know you got the uh, the stats there with you and the standings and who played who. He was joking around because he knew I did not give a, a, a crap about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's a cool dude, man. I enjoy working with him. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Um, so speaking of which, the in season tournament is going on right now. Yeah, <laughs> the Rockets are playing the, uh, the Nuggets. previous season champion Denver Nuggets again. Um, we gave the Rockets props, but they've been dropping games lately, man. I have to say, they they lost to the Warriors, they lost to the Lakers, they lost to the Clippers. They beat the Clippers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Sidebar. We got to have a discussion with these damn Harden fans and the Rockets fan base, oh, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Have you noticed this shit? Maybe, yes. like, I, I'm not even tapped in at Rockets Twitter like that anymore. Yeah. But I still see the debates and arguments and shit and the people, the Harden fans was, that are still here. It was, it, was Why? it was disgusting last time, man, because I think the last time we, uh, we were doing this podcast, they were actually playing the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, so James Harden hit, like, a game winner or something like that. Yeah. It was disgusting seeing these Rockets fans happy for him. Like, get the hell out of here, man. Like, look, once you put on another uniform, it's already over. I I understand people still want the best for him and all this other stuff. But, bro, they playing your team, man. Why are you happy he hit a game winner on Houston? That don't make no sense to me. That's like LeBron hitting a game winner on on the Cavs or something. Like, no, I'm not happy about that. That's crazy. It was a lot of Rocket fans happy about that, too, man. I feel the same way, but 
the NBA is just different now, man. The fandom is different. Really, people don't root for teams anymore, especially with the younger generation. Yeah. These kids are not fans of teams anymore, man. They're fans of players. Yeah. And that was true. I mean, even when I was growing up, like, we, we, I know a lot of Kobe fans, you know, people who had never been to L.A., never lived in L.A. before, but they were Kobe fans. You know, I, they're, they're always there. But especially since this player movement era started, starting with LeBron going to Miami, it yeah. really kicked off. You know, kids are just fans of... of I, I saw some people talk about it, and they said that, you know, James Harden is what got them into basketball. You know, and they spent so many years defending James Harden on the internet and putting down people like Westbrook and Kevin Durant to put him over that they that, that they're just attached to him. Yeah. So I think it's disgusting personally. I think it's nasty to be a fan of a man and not <laughs> and not a whole team. But to each their own, man. I, and it's the players' fault, to be honest. Yeah. All this moving around, nobody want to build with anything. Everybody tees like they want to leave and go somewhere else. It's their fault. So yeah. yeah, I'm not really mad at it anymore. Yeah, it's it's funny too because uh the baby was on with Shannon Sharp and he mentioned LeBron. He, he I guess he feel the same way too. Wherever LeBron go, I go. Mm-hmm. He said he could play in Germany or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he go right over there too. I just it, I, it made me think about it. I don't know who I'm a fan of that much. Where no matter what they do, I just go over there too. Like there's no player. Like I was a Tom Brady fan. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy Tom Brady and, and the New England for that matter, uh, New England Patriots for that matter. But once he left, I ain't become a, a, a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. And hell, I wasn't even a Patriots fan after that. After after that, I was just like, man, like I was kind of keeping the eye on him when Cam Newton was there that first year. But yeah, after that, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> like I, I I think I just liked the New England, uh, the Tom Brady New England Patriots during that mm-hmm. time. But after that, I wasn't like I wasn't following him around, <laughs> and I damn sure ain't follow LeBron around. So I don't know who I'm a, a a big fan of like that. I don't think nobody. Yeah, it's like when people leave, I'll root for them and hope for the best. Generally, James Harden was different because he fucked like the way he left was nasty. So yeah. I really don't understand people still rooting for him after that shit. But whatever. Um, but just, I understand rooting for, like, hoping for the best and hoping that they are okay and they do good on another team, but it's, I'm not buying the, the jersey of another team just because yeah. a player I like is on it, man. Yeah, I'm not. Now, either. that's where I draw the line. I'm not going to be watching, uh, buying NFL Sunday ticket to watch their games and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be doing all that, man. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. And even with, um, as far as like LeBron, that first year when he left and uh, the year they played Dallas in the finals, mm-hmm. I was rooting against the LeBron. I never really root against people like that, but I, d- I did not want LeBron to leave Cleveland and get a ring right after. That would have made everybody look silly. But um, after he lost that one, that's when I was like, you know what? Like, all bets are off, man. He ain't win his first one as soon as he left. So I hope he do get one. But whenever he play the Cavs, I, I want him to lose. I I don't want him to beat the Cavs, man. Like that's yeah. that's silly. <laughs> but any any other time, I hope he go 80, 81 and one. 
But against my team, it's a hell no. Sidebar, because I feel like that goes into this discussion as well. I know you saw what Greg Popovich did when the fans were booing in San Antonio where they were playing the Clippers and Kawhi came out and the fans booed him. And Greg Popovich got on the PA and told everybody to simmer down now. (laughs) (laughs) Knock it off. Knock it off. Let the guys play. Whatever the fuck Knock off the booing. Yeah. Uh, So that goes into, like, we're really supposed to just not be fans of teams anymore. And, like, Greg, with his old-school attitude, you'd think he'd be, he'd understand. But the fact that he said that is really just like, okay, I guess we're just supposed to be fans of players. And if you're a fan of Kawhi when he was in San Antonio, you're supposed to follow him and cheer for him if he plays for another team and y'all play each other. It's madness, man. Yeah, it was really embarrassing, man. And look, uh, I know we got Brad on here. Uh, we'll get to his comment in a minute, but yeah. it was really embarrassing, man. I was, I was sick, and I usually don't get sick of stuff like that. But dog, he's sitting there talking about some knock off the booing. Why you at the free throw? <laughs> look, I would understand if somebody got hurt and they were like cheering and all that stuff. I would. I wouldn't grab the mic or nothing like that. I would probably wait to the post game to be like, yeah, the fans shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. We got to have more respect, blah, blah, blah. But the, in, in the middle of the free throw, you sit there, grab the mic. Who who do you think you are, man? Like, dog, it's time to retire when you're doing that type of stuff, man. The funny thing is that was more of a distraction than the booing itself. Yes. I'm sure Kawhi was like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yes. <laughs> Maybe that was his master plan. I don't know. Yeah, and then was- and then his post game um, interview or his post game presser, he ended up saying he didn't want to poke the bear. Talking about Kawhi Lent, like, nah, come on, like you gotta go, then, man, you gotta yeah, go. Poke, no, no poke, that's you'll get an injury and miss the next three games. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> man, that's that's some to me. That's that's not even high school stuff. That's middle school stuff. I remember that happened when I was on the middle school team, man. And we had we was playing at another school, and somebody was heckling us. Like, the, the, the students was heckling us. And the principal, whoever it was, got on the – stopped the game and got on the mic. If any of y'all heckle, you are out of here. And the game is over. It, it did all that. That's, that's exactly what he did. He got on the mic and, and pretty much said, stop heckling. <laughs> like, it's not who we are. Stop it. Dog, that was embarrassing, man. It really is, man. Like, look, the fact, like, I can understand if, like, some up-and-coming 30-year-old coach did this shit, but the fact that Greg Popovich, of all people, don't understand why people going to boo somebody. Yeah. Come on, man. It it was ridiculous, but I don't don't know. And look, Kawhi should be booed, to be honest, because he he didn't have a a pleasant leave either. It wasn't like he wanted to stay and they just made a business decision. Dog, he was out, he was sitting out games and they didn't know what was going on, if he was hurt or not, and all this other. He pretty much forced himself out too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if I'm if I'm a Spurs fan, I would be a little tight about Kawhi Leonard. So I, I just didn't get that, man. Yeah, man. Like I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what was going through his mind when he did that. I re- maybe he got like some early onset dimension. Didn't know where he was. But that's very strange that he actually did that in the mid game, man. 
Uh, Brad, uh, you also said uh, uh, you followed McGuire, uh, Mark McGuire from Oakland to St. Louis. And, yeah, I understand, like, that era and of baseball. And that's back in the day, too. Yeah. Like, I wasn't into baseball like that at the time, but if I was, I would have been a Barry Bonds fan. Yeah. You know, the Astros were terrible, so it's not like I could really root for them, but yeah. I would have been rooting for Barry and, Bonds and, and all of them. I understand that. Yeah, era. and even back in the day, man, we, like, I don't know about you, but I had my favorite teams outside of the home teams. And it was strictly for, you know, their players and stuff like that. So I, I totally understand that. And that's how some people do become random fans of a random team. So I, I totally get that. But some people, people now, man, they damn near don't even need the, the name on the, on the front of the jersey, man. Mm-hmm. They just want, if it's just Harden on the back or whatever player name on the back, they're fine with that, man. I know a lot of people like that, too. Because it's funny because I know a lot of people that are like random LeBron fans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you was, uh, you, oh, you used to root for the Cavs? No, I used to root for LeBron. Yeah, they always say that. <laughs> I was a LeBron. So, I'm not a Cavs fan. I'm a LeBron yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm like, that's so disrespectful, man. Yeah, it is. But I feel like <laughs> part of that is just because I don't think anybody says, I'm not a, a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah. The fact is people were ashamed of rooting for Cleveland. Yes. They wanted to put, like, yes. the asterisk, I'm rooting for LeBron, yes. not Cleveland. Yes. Nobody says it about the Lakers. You notice that. I, I know. Nobody says, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron That's fan. That's why I'd be so offended. I'm like, <laughs> man... Hey dog, you root for Cleveland, bro. <laughs> they, they, for- they treat they treat Cleveland like the the ugly fat girl you smash and don't want nobody yes. to know about it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That used to be so irritating, man. That's so wrong, man. Yes. That, that's wrong. <laughs> yes. I never see them in a Cavs jersey either. <laughs> Everybody got a Lakers jersey, but no Cavs jersey. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Spoon also says Pop was out of pocket as somebody, as someone who was there when Kawhi left, the fans were hurt. Is different there. Yeah, exactly. Like he went and then they won a championship with the Raptors, man. Like yeah. he was still good at that time and led another team to a championship right after. So I understand people being salty even after the years after the fact. I get it. Yeah. So I don't and, know. And man. He pretty much, uh, I don't want to say dismantled the team, but. The team kind of went the crap after he left, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, I will understand it, man. It's it's normal to boo somebody that want to leave. <laughs> LeBron got booed until, and the funny thing is, when LeBron went back to Cleveland, everything was that fine. was the craziest booing I'd ever seen, man. He got <laughs> yes. it all the whole game pause. Yes, he got he got booed every time he touched the ball, man. It was yes. loud. Yes, I remember on ESPN. Um, Somebody's talking about the National Guard might have to be there. How bad it's going to be. Remember that? I think it might have been Stephen A. Smith talking about the National Guard might have to be there when he come back to Cleveland. And if they should even um, have them play Cleveland and all this other stuff. It was a big debate about that, man. That's hilarious. Come on, man. That The police presence. Remember the uh, Rockets and Clippers black oh, room yeah. fight? <laughs> the police presence they had to be called. LAPD had to be called. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> they thought Bone Thugs was going to roll up on. Like, what did they yeah. think was going to happen to LeBron in Cleveland? Man? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, ain't nobody do nothing but boo. <laughs> uh, Vito Garcia, what's up, Vito, on Facebook? Uh, Spoon says, someone gets hurt, don't boo. Yeah, of course. You be, and people are respectful like that. You don't see people uh, cheering the injuries anymore. I think that used to happen back in the day. Now you really don't see that, but... 
Uh, he also says, I was mad when Chiefs fan cheered for, I guess I did have it, never mind, when Matt Castle got hurt. Um, oh, yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, I don't remember that. Uh, Nick, are we on? Are we on YouTube tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah, we should be. I think I just fixed it. I might have forgot. That okay, way, okay. But I think we, we're doing we, that now. we should be live on on YouTube now That'd on be. the tube. Yeah. Uh, Mick also says people pay money to be in the stadium. They can boo. Pop and Steve Kerr are annoying. Yeah, Steve Kerr pretty yeah. much said the same thing. He was complaining about the music in the Suns, uh, the Phoenix Suns arena. Talking about all this techno music and it's so loud and all this other stuff. It's like, stop complaining, man. You on the road. woke ass coaches, man. That's why there's a woke that's, league. That's I'm sorry, they, man. We got hey, woke players, that's woke why they, coaches. That's why the NBA <laughs> suck right now, man. That's exactly why the woke NBA. in season tournament. Yes. With woke colors, pride colors on the court. <laughs> yes. The music too loud and fans are too loud and all this, man. That's why the NBA is exactly where it's at, man. You you ever heard that saying? Uh, uh, not that saying, but people always talking about the organiz how the dysfunctional uh, organization could be, and it start at the top. I yep. think it starts at the top with the NBA, man, because all these coaches complaining all the time. Players always complaining about fans. This this fan said this to me, and all this other stuff. Man, come on, man. This is so irritating. Yeah, man. remember, I still have that gif saved of LeBron Point. bringing a referee. <laughs> like, hey, hey, come here, come here. Yeah, yep, this yep. guy, come him, on, him man. Him and him. Westbrook <laughs> is like probably got more fans ejected than any NBA player ever of all yeah. time. Yes. Like, these, yeah, it really is like, look, I don't like to, you know, go down the road of calling everything soft these days because I feel like that's very much an old man on the porch type take. But it does feel like, especially with the NBA, it's just everybody is into this now. Like, there are very few people pointing out, at least with the NFL, you have people saying like, hey, the game is just getting too soft. Yeah. You know, the game is just in this and this and this happening. But the NBA is like, I don't know, everybody just rolls with it. Everybody is like, just extra complaining, you're whiny, and yeah. oh, the fans can't say this, the fans can't boo this, the fans can like it's too loud. The stadium, I don't <laughs> like the color of the court, I don't like having to wear a t shirt, jersey. I'm like <laughs> a lot of whining in the NBA, man. It is a lot, man. a lot of complaining, it is, it's, it's awful, man. <laughs> yeah, but hey, what can you do, man? Um, Mick, Mick Martinez said, I'm not a Rockets fan. I'm a Jalen Green fan. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to you, man. It's like, I mean, I, th I think there's a few of you in the fan base, honestly, and you're very loud, okay? Yeah. I think there are a few Jalen Green hey. uh, apologists. Hey, they were loud the other day, man, when that dude scored 34. Yep. <laughs> but the, the game before that, it was quiet as a church mouse when he scored like yep. two points or some, something. So, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spoon said, Richard, Richard Jefferson is the only other player Spurs boo. Really? They're salty Why? about Richard Jefferson? Why they boo? Why they boo I mean, him? he's like a role player. You were going to be salty about what Richard did he Jefferson? Do? What did he do? I don't remember that. I don't <laughs> remember him playing with the Spurs. It's been a while. 
Um, <laughs> Mick said Lopez cheers for injuries. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was referring to. Yeah, he did that a couple times with, uh, especially with Deshaun when Deshaun was out for the season. He, like, he yes. got he got happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The crazy part about it is he wasn't alone. There was a lot of people that was happy about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that, that draft pick about to come lower now." And oh, we play them, and you know that should be a, a, a easy dub right there. Yeah, I and just, then they won. Yeah, so, I like, just, yeah. They, they, they low key seem like they play better at times without Deshaun. I, I, I so know, I'm, man. I'm worried regardless. Yeah, I would have felt better with him being in there. Yeah, than, I, than him leaving. Yeah, I think people. I think people starting to realize it right now that they are a good team. It, it's, yeah. it's a good squad, man. It's it's a little shaky at quarterback, but it's a good squad. It ain't no. And ain't no tanking or their season is over now and all this other stuff. They actually a good squad. So I think it took twelve weeks to realize that. But yeah, I think I don't think it mattered. They might play better. It it would be interesting to see how he plays to that that um that rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because if you play okay and they get in the playoffs and get a little far, then Look. Deshaun gonna have to have the world on his shoulder. He's gonna have so much pressure on his shoulders, man. To to surpass that, I don't think he does. I mean, they're stuck with him, man. That's the thing; they're stuck with him. So even if this rookie quarterback, what's his name? I don't want to call him rookie quarterback. DTR, but Dorian Tom, um, Thompson Robinson. Yeah, DTR. If he if he plays good, they would have to trade him, and hopefully get some draft picks back. Yeah, for that- a good young quarter because they're stuck with Deshaun, man. Nobody's gonna take on that guaranteed bullshit contract they're they're stuck with them so like they they their only hope is to boost his trade potential and then let him go and and get some draft picks back but yeah they're stuck with Deshaun man I don't think Deshaun is ever going to be in a hot seat compared considering that he got paid guaranteed money yeah, I do think he it's a possibility though. Let's say um DTR get them to the AFC conference championship or something and lose. If Deshaun is not playing good next year, man, I could see him getting benched. I know they can't get rid of him or anything like that, but I do see them playing a better quarterback eventually if Deshaun is not good and is 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 looking awful. And Honestly, I and I think that will put a smile to you know Texans fans' face to see like this dude wanted out. This this team paid him this dumb money, and he's not even good. So the Texans got fleeced, and now the Browns are stuck with a dude making all of this money and ain't ain't even as close as to being what he was. And you got a rookie quarterback that's better than him. Yeah, I mean, look. to be fair to him, he was playing better before he got hurt. So I'm not going to count him out completely yet. Yeah, I'm not. But, I'm not. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, like, it was a lot of stuff going on with that shoulder and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe he could come back 100% next year and be all right. But, yeah. But it's, it's, it's still look, it's, it's still kind of a point and laugh type of situation with Deshaun. Not the Browns, but just with Deshaun. Yeah. That you know we were uh, we we got we we traded him and and we got the franchise quarterback and this dude is not even that good now right right now at this moment so yeah yeah on, the only on, the only icing on the cake would be if the Browns lost a lot more and we yeah. get a higher I mean we're not going to get a high draft pick at this point I think they're just 
not going to roll over and lose the rest of the season. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not looking too good, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miguel Martinez on YouTube. So we're all on YouTube now, I see. Uh, Miguel on YouTube says, when the Texans play the Browns, what jersey is Figgy wearing? Texans or Browns? We've been over this, okay? Yeah. Tex- <laughs> Texans, man. Figgy is not repping the Browns no. in H-Town, man. Yeah. Nah, I'm not, man. I don't even... Man, I still got one Browns jacket. And I, the only reason I, so this jacket I got was uh, back when I used to work there and um, somebody left their Browns jacket at our light tent. So I was looking for, I took it with me just in case somebody, you know, find me or something like that. So I ended up taking it home. It was a fly Browns jacket too. So uh, I still got it. I ain't throw it out, but I don't wear it. I haven't wore it in a long time, man. So um, yeah, I, I ain't wearing no Brown stuff, man. I felt bad, too, because my mother, uh, I want to say the last time I was there, she got me all of this brown. She got me, like, this cheap browns hat, a Mm -hmm. brown shirt, where you could tell she got it from, like, a gas station or something. And she's like, here you go, here you go. And I'm just like, I'm like, thank you, but, like, I don't wear brown. I had to explain to her. (laughs) I had to explain to her, like, I work for the Houston Tech. You know, we are partners with the Houston Texans, so. I can't be wearing no brown stuff, man. I, I kind of look silly at this point. Look, the, the Texans are your team now, Figgy, okay? You don't, you don't met the owner. You don't linked up with the owner. You don't met the players. You don't interviewed the players. You, you, you ain't did any of that with the Browns, man, okay? Yeah. The Texans yeah. are your team now, all right? Nah, for real. They, yeah. <laughs> you're an honorary Houstonian. We're trying to get a Figgy Fig day in Houston, okay? Yeah. There ain't no Figgy Fig day in Cleveland, all right? He's yeah. one of you can't take him. That He's already adopted him. They probably don't know who the hell I'm in. My, I am in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have no clue. <laughs> oh man, they uh, they, nah. We uh, Figgy is is a Houston t- property of H Town now, man. We ain't giving them back. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, so let Sarah Frazier. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I know Sarah Frazier, man. <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you know these five? <laughs> like Miguel, Miguel is a really you're you're you go you're a uh, you a mole. Uh, a six ten historian or something, yeah. man. How you know about Sarah Frazier and the boss <laughs> and all that? Come on now, dog. You going a little too deep, man. All right, stay surface level with your takes, man. Don't be bringing up the bosses. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what up, Mark Nash? You on YouTube, man? What's going on, what bro? What up, man? We still got to get you on one of these days, man. Yeah, and just shoot the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So next game, the uh, the Texans play the Jaguars. Who do you have taking that? I mean, the Texans are on fire now. Yeah, they're looking good. They beat the Cardinals. Um, ugly ass game. They didn't score once in the second half. Still pulled it out. Yeah. Um, we did get a flex. Um, they are playing the Broncos in two weeks at twelve p.m. instead of three p.m., which is better for me. I know, me too. So yeah, I saw that. I was like, it's a good flex. Right here. Yes, I was dreading that game too because I'm like, man. So I got to get out there at twelve o'clock, and the game started at three, and it's gonna be longer night. And I'm just like, uh, I was kind of dreading that, but I'm glad. I'm cool with the twelve o'clock games, but it's still one more that we might end up getting flexed, and I, it might not be a a good look for you because it's still on the table of them flexing that Monday night game, uh, making it the Houston. Uh, the Texans and the Jets. 
So that's still on the top. I think the deadline is maybe next week or something like that. So I'm 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 holding out hope, man, because I don't because <laughs> I'm supposed to be up in Boston that weekend with the station, and uh, we're supposed to uh, fly down to New York for that game on Sunday, and I already bought my damn ticket. <laughs> so if they get flexed to Monday, I can't I can't go to the game. So um, I I don't see. I don't see them flexing that fucking Jets game, man. The Jets are terrible. Dog, they're, they're on their third-string quarterback, man. And they just played today in, a, yeah. in another game. They fucking lost bad. So yeah. they, they can't put the Jets on primetime again, man. Okay, but, they really don't deserve but, it. But see, the other one are, is the Giants and um, somebody else. I want to say the Giants and um, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. That's, the other, that's the other Monday night game. <laughs> But at least you have, like, Green Bay just won on Thanksgiving Day, so they're doing a little better. They Nobody thought they beat the Lions. Jordan Love looking kind of good out there. I'd rather me, see that. Uh, if me. I was not a Texans <laughs> fan, I'd probably rather see that than see the Jets again on primetime. But you'll also be looking at C.J. Stroud, man. That's true. That's, That's I think, true. I think they're a better team than the, um, than the Packers right now. Like, I think C.J. Stroud is the better quarterback right now. And the Houston Texans are the better team right now. So I just can't see putting that game though, man. Like the, the Jets are just too shitty. I don't want to see them on on live TV again. Period. Yeah. I mean, at they that, delay their games. All right. Yeah, at that point, it's pick your poison, man. <laughs> it's pick your poison. You want to see the Jets or the Giants? Because <laughs> they both are awful. Yeah, but so. the Jet, the Giants have actually a real following. The the Jets really don't. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think they'd rather put the Giants on prime time than the Jets. Yeah, but we'll um, we'll see this week uh what they're gonna do because I I guess one of the guys that make the schedules and all that stuff uh spoke about it and I guess we'll know more next week. So yeah. We'll I hope see. I hope it stay the same, man. Me too, me too. Remember, stay stuff. low and build, stay low and build. Everybody yes. stay low, stay low. The guy did mention how they felt like the NFL kind of dropped the ball a little bit with the Houston Texans and wish they could have. Yeah, of course gonna see that now. I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, you would think they would have at least, you know, C.J. Stroud didn't look like a bum coming out of college, man. You would think they would at least put the Panthers game on some kind of, you yeah. know, yeah, the top two quarterbacks in the draft going head-to-head. You yeah. would think that would be some kind w- of primetime matchup. Yeah. But I would have thought that had been the Thursday night game. Yeah. But I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> I guess. Exactly. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's punishment for, I don't know, something spicy that happened. Um, <laughs> Mark, so we, okay, let me scroll up some comments because people are getting spicy up in here. Miguel said, I've been listening to 610 since 2010. I'm a 610 lifer. I respect, man. Respect that. Mark Nash is calling us out, though. I know, He man. says, but when you said we got to link up, he says, stop capping. <laughs> I've been following y'all for two years and y'all have yet to leave a comment on any of my episodes. I, I got, <laughs> I got to do better, man. I got <laughs> Hey, side note, man. I've been look. Shout out to y'all for uh, rocking with us and all that stuff. But I've been off for promoting this podcast, mm-hmm. man. It been like I kind of took this podcast as a chance to, you know, talk to my guy Ryan Rocket and just yeah shoot the shit, man. Because uh, we don't see each other that often because we mm-hmm. be so uh, we be both so busy. But I've been awful trying to push this podcast. I'm that's gonna be my New Year goal, man. To 
to put more work into this podcast, get the viewers up and all that stuff. And yes, Mark Nash, I gotta, I gotta drop some comments. I gotta check you out, man. I gotta listen. I gotta check you out more, man. Honestly, I mean, y'all know, like, it's tough during football season, okay? Figgy's at the station every day. I'm over there on the weekends, and I have a full-time job, too. Like, we try to keep the podcast thing going. We do love doing it. We do love talking to y'all. That's why we're doing it today, man. We thought about, you know, it's a holiday weekend. We said, I said, we said, nah, fuck it. Let's chop it up and just have fun. But, yeah, we're trying to do better. We're trying to get some guests and stuff and trying to do better with promotion. It's easier when football is not going on, honestly. Um, but also, that's when people are more interested in sports type of podcasts, too. So it's tough, man. It's tough. Wish we had somebody. We Wish we had a staff. Wish we had, like, million dollars worth of game and yeah. it is what it is type production and promotion. But we don't. We're just two young black men trying to do our thing in this uh, crazy white man's world, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Mark, I, I, Mark Nash, I got you, man. I got you, man. That I actually needed a comment like that, so I could it could push me more to support people yeah. like you, man, because you you support us, and we never even met for real. So I, I'm I, I'm gonna support you more, man. <laughs> Look, man, Mark. By the way, he has way more subscribers than us. So <laughs> I know. He, he balling out, I see. man. <laughs> exactly. He's saying support's a two-way streak. I see you see you have way more. Look, man. All right. All right. All right. I liked and subscribed. Okay. I liked and subscribed on your latest video. And I subscribed. And if you have a membership, I'll join that too, man. I want to support. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I got you, bro. I understand, man. But yeah, like like we said, man, it's just it's just a matter of time right now. You know, we're trying to make this podcast work, trying to make it grow. It's tough. Uh, we got other things to do on the side. Figgy working like three jobs now. So it's tough, I'm about to do it right now, man. I'm about to subscribe. There we go, man. Like his videos, man. Yeah, Yeah, check him out. If if y'all on here, man, get my man to subscribe, man. Follow him. Be a good dude. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to pop up in his next live broadcast. Be like, hey, where's the Jim and Juice shout out, man? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm playing with you, bro. Um, But we appreciate it, though. We appreciate your support, man. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Other things going on this week. Um, We never did talk about... There's no new releases I saw music-wise, but we didn't talk about the... uh, um, the Lil Wayne and Two Chains album that came out, the Welcome to Collie Grove album. Um, now I actually listened to that last week. I forgot to talk about it because I guess we got lost in the Andre Three Thousand debate yeah. and just talking about him. But uh, I did enjoy the album, man. I listened to most of it. It was well produced, good beats on it. Uh, I think that Manny Fresh beat at least a couple I heard, at least at least one I heard from Manny Fresh. Um, there was a Havoc beat, at Havoc from Mob Deep. That uh, I don't know, it's kind of oh, kind of washed. Man. I gotta hate to say it, <laughs> hate to say it, man. It was kind of washed, but um, the album is good, man. Look, Two Chains I think is an underrated rapper. You know, I think he's entertaining, but he does have bars, man. And Lil Wayne, we know he's one of the best. Yeah. So I like the album, man. There was a few kind of cringy little for the girls type songs I skipped. 
But overall, it was solid, man. I like the beats. I like the production. like the music. Good if you're into any of those artists or both of them. I recommend listening to it. Solid, solid album, man. I, I, I fuck with it. I give it a, uh, I say it's qualified. Yeah. We haven't that. said that in a long time, it feels. We haven't I used know. a qualified and pig pen. Qualified. Yeah. <laughs> qualified. <laughs> Do you feel like we need to come up with something different now, man? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We, we got to think about we was, it. We was, I got to find something that's uh, like a approved type of drop. Yeah, and, and for the for the bad ones, we got to use the John from Tennessee. We was talking about it earlier. <laughs> we got to use John from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might the mob ties affiliation. I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna gonna be lasting much longer, man. We we were trying to get in, and then things happen, and now I don't know. So we might have to reconsider and and uh, uh, choose another because I guess that joke is kind of for people who are new to the podcast. It's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> so. I guess we might have to eventually move on to something else, but we'll we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, Mark says my contract is in your about page. I'm here to help. Didn't hear about uh, played the next project. Okay, okay. Yeah, appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. <clears throat> Tony Scott, see, we helped. We got you some sub- subscribers, man. Tony Scott <laughs> said he subscribed. So yeah, we we were trying to pass the the wealth, yeah. whatever wealth we have with our podcast, man. Yeah. We're trying to. We need. To get, because I see random podcasts show up on my feed. I need to know how to cheat the algorithm. Yeah. If any of y'all got the cheat code for the algorithm, let us know. Who you got to yeah. talk shit about to get picked up by the algorithm? Yeah. Because I see things. YouTube has a dope algorithm. It'll re- recommend you things that are not like huge or big. You might it might have like 15, 20, 50 views, and it'll yeah. show up on your front page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need that for the Jim's Juice podcast, man. Yeah. We need some random teenagers and kids and adults and whoever to see our faces, talk shit about whoever. Yeah. And leave a like and a whatever. <laughs> Subscribe. Yes. So we need we need the algorithm cheat codes. If you know the algorithm cheat codes, drop us a line, man, because I need to figure that out. Yeah. But anyway, sidebar. Um, I like the two chains in Lil Wayne album. Yeah, I liked yeah. it too, man. I thought I, I thought the album was good. The only issue I have with it, I felt like it's probably like ten years a little late. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Th- I think if this album came out in their prime, and I know it's hard to say that because they both was huge at some point at the same time. <clears throat> but if this album would have came out um, during their like some of their peaks or close to their peaks. I think this album will probably be on fire right now. Yeah. But I think I think we had a place where a lot of people probably don't want to hear from Lil Wayne, probably don't want to definitely don't want to hear from Two Chains. And it's kind of like, uh, these old guys coming together again. It's kind of like it's kind of like when the Locks and 50 Cent try to connect and do a song mm-hmm. together. At that point it's like, man, nobody want to hear from y'all now. <laughs> like y'all ain't as hot as y'all was at one point, and now y'all trying to do a song together. And um, unfortunately, that's how people think. But me personally, setting all that stuff aside, I think it's a good project. Sound good. I agree with you with some of the girl songs. A little, you could tell they was making some, trying to make some strip club songs. Yeah, where it was just like, eh, maybe it could work. I don't know. I don't be in the strip club, so I don't know. But um, some of their soulful songs sound really good, man. 
And I wish they could have did this a co- at least a couple years ago, at least maybe five or six years ago. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you never, there's always stuff being teased, but whenever rappers are hot, they don't want to do things like this. Exactly. You know, yeah. think about Lil Wayne himself. He was supposed to have an album with Joel Santana. Yeah. That never came out. There was a mixtape, but an album was supposed to be made and it never came out. Then there was Lil Wayne and two, uh, T-Pain. We're oh, supposed yeah. to do T-Wayne. Yeah. And that didn't come out. And now they two chains and Lil Wayne do one after their, you know, after they're past their prime, at least uh music sales wise, you yeah. know. But nobody ever wants to collab. There's always rumors and stuff, but it never happens in rap until they're washed. Yeah. You know, we, we, it was a rare, very rare thing that Kanye and Jay-Z did it. Yeah. At, at the point they were at at that time. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time it happened when two rappers were really hot. They actually made a whole album together. Yeah, because you heard the same thing with J. Cole and Kendrick. Yeah. It was supposed to be this album coming out, and then now now J. Cole pretty much saying, hey, we did all that stuff. Like, we released pretty much, we, we pretty much released the album, pretty much saying how uh, how many songs they released together. It's like, come on, man, you know. That don't, it, that don't count, man, yeah, okay? Yeah, that don't count. <laughs> yeah. And I recently heard um, um, AZ talking about, um, I guess the album he was supposed to do with Nas. And um, he was pretty much saying pretty much what you said, how he was busy doing this, uh, AZ was busy doing that, and, you know, they just couldn't really find the time. And they got a lot of songs together, you know, the firm and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, they just said, you know, their, t- their height of fame wasn't really matching as far as, like, trying to get together to do an album together. So it, it it happens all the time, man. So it's it's not surprising. And um, I guess when you ain't got nothing else going on, why not do a project with somebody? Yeah, <laughs> and capitalize off of it. So the same thing was supposed to happen with Eminem and Royce to Five Nine. Back oh, when yeah. Eminem was first coming out, they were supposed to do an album together called Bad Meets Evil. Yeah. And then Eminem skyrocketed and got super famous, and it didn't happen until like twenty years later. Yeah, it eventually did happen when they were both washed. Yeah, you know, and they were beefing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they ended up beefing at some point, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it they they beat Eminem beef with like what well, every po- every rapper that gets that popular ends up beefing with the people they came up with. Yeah, you know that always happens. Yeah, so I'm not surprised but they did link back up and got cool again. So. Yeah, but yeah, it happens after you want to even want to hear. I'm I'm glad it happens eventually, but yeah, it's unfortunate that you couldn't happen when you're both in your prime and still hungry and shit. But yeah, hey, what can you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So with that being said, let's get into some topics, man. Some things that happened this week. Um, like I said, probably gonna be a shorter podcast this week. Just wanted to kind of tap in and say what's up and react to some things that happened. So, right after we ended our last podcast, we were certain we had everything in. We even stayed a few minutes later to make sure nothing happened before we ended it. And this was right after, like 10 minutes after, man. (laughs) Yeah, right after. We should have stretched for time. Because right after we gave our long takes about Diddy and the Cassie lawsuits, it was announced that they reached a settlement. 
Um, an undisclosed amount was paid to Cassie, and the lawsuit was dropped. So we're looking at it like, okay, is this going to be the end of it? Is anything else going to come out? Is this going to be just a one-time thing? And then Diddy got hit two more. Got hit with another one. Like Jeff, like LeBron said, remember that that clip of him uh, in two chains in the studio oh, <laughs> when he's talking about the deluxe edition. You know, here go another one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened with Diddy, man. He got hit with two more um, lawsuits. He was uh, a so it's a third accuser for Sean Puffy Combs. Um, the new complaint. From an anonymous accuser alleges Combs and singer-songwriter Aaron Hall of Guy. Um, apparently, they were allegedly took turns raping her and her friend in 1990 or 1991. And Diddy turned to a violent, turned violent during a rage days later. She alleges she and her friend met Diddy at an event hosted by MCA Records. They were very flirtatious. They had drinks, went to apartment, blah, blah, blah. Stuff happened. You can read the whole thing. Um, of course, Sean uh, Diddy is denying these claims. Um, and then another one came out earlier that said that, what was the second one about? Um... The new that that the second lawsuit said that Puffy drugged and sexually assaulted a former Syracuse University college student in 1991 and filmed it. Then he showed the video to others in an act described as quote revenge porn. Hmm. So yeah, two more. Take that, take that. And uh, he's not the only one. A lot of people got hit because apparently there was a uh, uh, New York sex sexual assault survivors thing now it's going to expire uh, yeah. by Thanksgiving, which means that this is the last chance for them to file for these sexual assault cases. Yeah. And a lot of people got hit, famous people at least. Uh, Jamie Foxx got hit with a, a case. Axel Rose, Jimmy Iovine. Uh, mm. Cuba Gooden Jr. Yeah, the uh, the mayor of New York and Eric, Eric Adams, Adams, the mayor of New York, Marcellus Wiley, <laughs> former NFL player. <laughs> yeah, Marcellus Wiley too. I think he did yeah. a podcast about it. Yeah, he addressed that real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he wanted to break down everything that <laughs> yeah. happens to everybody else. So of course he had to. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. A lot of cases, a lot of the cancellation, the Summer Jam screen is getting filled, filled up this year, man. A lot of names and faces on the Summer Jam screen for winter of 2023. The cancellation tour is going strong. Yeah. Uh, Figgy, what are your thoughts about this, man? What are your thoughts about these cases? What are your thoughts about Diddy? What are your thoughts about uh, the Cassie lawsuit being settled? Um, and, and sidebar, by the way, the only thing Cassie could have gotten out of that case was money. Yeah. It wasn't a criminal because people, people, I've heard a lot of people say that since she settled, it means that she was just after the money. Yeah, it was a civil it suit was a the whole civil time. Case, she could only win money from it. 
The yeah. same way OJ's, remember uh, Ron Goldman's parents sued uh, OJ in, in civil court? Yeah. And they won. Yeah. But he didn't go to jail for that. Yeah. Because it wasn't a criminal case. He won the criminal case. Yeah. He just got lost a civil case. Yeah. So he just lost money, but he couldn't go to jail for it. Yeah. And the same thing happened with Cassie. So to clear up any misconceptions, it's not like if she went through with the lawsuit, he would have went to jail. Yeah. So clearing that up. But anyway, thinking, what are your thoughts on this whole thing, man? Yeah. Um, as far as Diddy, man, we talked about it last week. And again, this is not surprising, man. And <laughs> look, man, we always figured Diddy was up to something, man. We, you know, we heard the, the allegations that have been going on for years. I ain't going to say it because I'm not Tasha K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be getting sued. <laughs> but, um, we heard it for a long time, and some like stuff like this is not surprising when it comes to Diddy. He, he seemed kind of like this mysterious, wild dude. That, he, to be honest, man, it seemed like he is what Suge Knight, who, who what we thought Suge Knight was really. So, um, the way we were scared of Suge Knight and how we looked at him as the boogeyman, I felt like that was Diddy the whole time. <laughs> but um, anyway. Um, that part not surprising. I am surprised that they. Um, I, don't, I guess I don't know if New York just made this a law, or they just made an announcement said, "Hey, get your get your sexual sexual assault cases out out the way, y'all, because after that, that's gonna be it. You can't do nothing else." I felt like that's just starting a whole wildfire, man. And you know, this ain't got nothing to do with the women who just filed or anything like that, but. It seemed like they they just opened the door up for anybody that just want to get in on it. Because let's be real, it's a lot of people that do that too. It's a lot of victims, but it's a lot of people that try to uh, you know get a crash uh, a cash grab. So um, it seemed like that they just opened the door wide open for that man. And I I don't know. I just don't get it. I, I just felt like that wasn't really a good idea, man. But. Um, as far as everybody else that's in this, man, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Because it's, this is the other thing, too, man. When you settle pretty much what Diddy did with Cassie, people always going to look at you like you did it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, that could be the case, man. That could be the case where you... You, you did do it, you want to sweep it under the rug. Sometimes it could be a thing where, you know, she just caught you slipping, man. Kind of like with Deshaun Watson. He just caught you slipping and you want to get rid of this so fast. You want to move on with your life, so you pay the person. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, Jamie and um, Jimmy Iovine, all of them did the same thing where they just, Settle the lawsuit and just keep it moving, but um, yeah, man. As far as as far as everybody else, man, because I I've been seeing the same thing on the timeline too. As far as um, people saying, oh, he going to jail, he going to j-. like unless they do an investigation and they feel like they need to take this to criminal court, there it, it, it's not it's not going there, man. <laughs> so you can talk about how you should be under the jail, all this stuff, all you want. But you got to have some, you got to have some type of criminal case, man. They got to see something there to 
file criminal uh, uh, criminal charge. Mm-hmm. So unless that happened, man, I don't think I think they'd be. I don't want to say just fine, but I don't think anything will happen, man. And I, I I seen some. I don't even know if this was true, but um, it was talking about how Macy's pretty much pulled Sean John clothing out of Macy's. They still carried Sean John. That was my first question. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing I thought about. Wow. Damn, that's still going strong. Did he even own that at this point? (laughs) Did he just get rid of it and don't have anything to it? But um, yeah, I'm kind. That's that's where I'm thinking of it now because I think these guys will eventually like pay the people and move on. But uh, I'm wondering if uh, like a Diddy rebu- reputation going to take a huge hit where it's like this, um, this, um, I guess this thing where you just kind of slander Diddy until he running hot. I'm kind of curious about Jamie Foxx too. Is is that going to be the same thing? Because he got a, this dude got a show. He got, he, I think he had like a Fox show. He, he was on everything, mm-hmm. hosting everything. And I wonder uh, if that's in question now. So that's kind of where I'm looking at it at this point. Because unless there's some type of criminal charge coming, I'm not even focused on that anymore, man. I'm just, I'm just kind of curious, like if if they're gonna, if <laughs> if, if they gonna get slandered till they lose all their jobs and money, or if, if we just gonna keep going like it never happened. Now, Figgy, you got to answer the question, though, man. I'm not going to let you duck and dodge this one, okay? (laughs) Are they guilty or not guilty? Do you support this modern-day lynch mob against these successful black men, or do you hate women? (laughs) Pick a side, man. Oh, man. Why I got to pick a side, man? (laughs) You have to pick a side, man. Did they do it? Are they guilty as fuck? (laughs) Now, is who guilty as fuck? Uh, the the accused, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jamie Fox, Diddy. Uh, they in Hollywood, so I'ma say. I told you. Yep. He did this. Guilty as fuck. I I I I I told you. He did this. Guilty Damn. Fuck. Even Jamie. Even Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Even Jamie. Let me, Damn, let me, let me, Figgy. Let me ask you this. Um, you were on TMZ supporting. <laughs> I was. <laughs> He was on TMZ supporting spr- Jamie Foxx talking about how good he looks. I know. <laughs> Pause. Let me let me ask you this though: all these names on this list, are you surprised at any of them? No, <laughs> like the of Jamie Foxx, the uh, the Diddy, uh, Ivine, Jimmy Ivine, and all of them. I'm not surprised either, man. It, Hollywood is so weird, man. I wouldn't be surprised if all of these ninety percent of them was like super creeps and doing stuff like this. So it's not yeah, even it, surprising. It it could also be a, a something that people they like look, we we heard orgies being alleged in the Cassie lawsuit. Yeah. It's possible, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these went down in Hollywood and a lot of women look back at those days with regret. Yeah. Like, damn, I just let these and, niggas run through it. I thought I was gonna get a record deal. Yeah, and, <laughs> and nothing happened. And, and so. honestly, I take it a step further, man. I wouldn't be surprised, and this is not related to Cassie at all. But I wouldn't be surprised if the men and women were down with it, and then now they see an opportunity and say, "Hey, exactly. let me hit him over the head and, and get this uh, twenty mil or whatever it is." So they could be looking at it as a chess move. So um, I mean, that's something we'll never know <laughs> because yeah. obviously we ain't there, but. 
I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that, man. It, it, Hollywood could be a thing where some of these women, men are fine with what's going on. And so now, you hate women, huh? Mm. <laughs> Damn. Damn, man. Figgy. Mm-hmm. Can't believe you. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to your comments. Uh, what up, Drunk? See you on the YouTube Drunk, comments, what's man. happening? What's going on, Drunk? Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Also, Jenny P., the Mad Wine Chemist. Happy Thanksgiving, girl. Hope you're doing well. What's up? Um, <laughs> Drunk said, not the Black Friday podcast about Diddy. <laughs> we find out y'all going to start consistently streaming for Diddy Downfall. Look, <laughs> man, this is big news in hip-hop world, and a lot of people got a bone to pick with Diddy. A lot, a lot of us got anti-Diddy takes we got to get off. Now, we've been holding in since the shiny suit era, man. We got to get these takes off, okay? Because hey, it wasn't cool to hate on Diddy. Low-key, I know I'm getting on a tangent here, man. Low-key, Diddy is the one that made it not cool to hate on people. Yeah. You know, it used to be... about player hate. Yeah, he, he started the stop hating shit. He had the mad rapper skits. Everybody who called it, it used to be normal for rappers to call out whack shit. Yeah. You know, it was a normal thing. If they didn't feel it, they call it out and say it was whack. Diddy started the whole stop hating, play a hater, all that shit. I got shit more money than you. Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 worry if I write rhymes. I write checks. Yeah. He made ghostwriting cool. That's yeah. why Drake crept in the game. Okay? <laughs> Like, that's why nobody has any morals or ethics and everybody's too scared to call out whack shit because of Diddy. Yeah. It's his fault. Yeah. I mean, at least we're not <laughs> Joe Budden and um, running and hiding and not addressing it. Yeah, yeah. I noticed he's... A lot of people who have a lot to say about everything suddenly... Uh, yeah. I saw Slim Thug was was kind of going off too, and then people brought up his past, and I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I never to... heard that again about the cousin before, man. I never heard that before. I didn't either. I don't even I know where know. that came from. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if it's even true, man, because I'm like, where's the source for this? Like, how I, do I don't, know I don't know. I, I didn't dig too deep because I didn't really want to know. Okay, I like Slim Thug. I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. I just like saw that, him okay? at the game a couple, a uh, couple weeks ago, man. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Because when that whole Cassie lawsuit first dropped, and he was in his car on the phone weighing in on it, I seen, I seen the post. I was just like, oh no, man. You supposed to stay away from this, man. He was, mm-hmm. look, I. He he was saying all the wrong things, man. Because look, I can understand where he's coming from. If y'all know, he was pretty much saying it should be a statute of limitation on when you can bring up stuff. And you got what? I think I don't know if he brought up Bill Cosby or what, but he brought up somewhere it's like you shouldn't be able to go back to the '80s and the '90s and accuse somebody of this. He was pretty much telling women that if somebody did something to you, go say it now type th- type deal. And mm-hmm. I was just like, man, that's the that's always the wrong thing to say, man. There's no way around that saying that. And it could it could be a thing where because we heard it growing up all the time. Somebody hit you, say something, or you know, you hear that all the time. But you can't say that on the internet, man, because it just come off real insensitive, and you know how people act on the internet. So I seen that, I was just like, oh, no, he about to get slaughtered, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's rough, especially because we know, like, in the black community, in our in our families, man, there's a lot of creep shit that goes on that people are encouraged not to speak out about. 
Yeah. You know, like I know I've had it in my family. A lot of people have had it in their families where there's been some suspect things that go on and then people that are affected were told to keep quiet and yeah. not say things. Yeah. And then when you want to, when you finally feel free to speak about it, because that's the environment we're in now, they're like, well, why do you say anything back then? Yeah. You know, why are you talking about it now? Yeah. It's like, well, because it wasn't looked about as as positively as it was now. You know, yeah. people who who made claims like this back in the day were ignored, shamed. Like it, they didn't get this kind of support from anybody. Yeah, you and, know, and so some, and sometimes it's simple as. The other person is way more powerful than you. Mm -hmm. And not like a physical thing, but just overall where, you know, if you say something, that's like listening to a little mouse. And uh, um, that that person could be powerful where they could be like, that person lying and that can make that can make things worse. So it's probably better off you, them being quiet. And once they get the courage to come out and say something, then they do. But. When he said that, I was just like, oh, no, man. You were just at the game. You got your merch at the game. Uh, he partnered up with the Houston Texans. And I'm like, no, you can't do this, man. <laughs> I understood where he was coming from, but yeah, some stuff you, you can't really explain on the internet, man. You got to. Slim Thug has no, no filter, man. He has no filter. He, he'll get on live and say anything. Yeah. I, I remember we, we had him on the ESG podcast, too. Um, and then he was, he was, or I think the topic was like Russell Wilson and Sierra. And he was basically trying to make the point that no woman would ever choose Russell Wilson over future. And women are always going to choose the street dude over the nice dude and stuff like that. And like, there's stuff you just, yeah. he just has no filter what things he, what he yeah. talks about. I, re he gets I, re passionate, I so. remember that because he pretty much brought up how Sierra, uh, chose the security with yeah. Russell Wilson. Because, you know, he's kind of like a square and got money mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So that had, of course, that had a lot of women tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from with the, because he's a rapper. I'm sure every, he sees every woman who's attracted to him. But it's hard to explain, like, not every woman wants a street dude, man, okay? <laughs> Especially yeah. when, I don't know. They, they got to speak for that. I can't speak for them. But whatever. Um... Matt Wine Kim, oh, drunk said Diddy is rap Hillary Clinton. More like a uh, rap uh, Epstein, <laughs> Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein at this point. Um, Matt Wine Kim is Jenny P also said Diddy's old bodyguard has been talking for years. Yeah, he has been. Yeah. And that's why I was really shocked that his uh, thing was picked up by Jimmy Kimmel and asked on live TV <laughs> on the late show, whatever the fuck show that is. That was pretty funny. Um, the settlement happened so fast. It looked it was like 24 hours. Yeah. Very fast. I think Diddy knew that could get ugly and he just had to yeah. you know, whatever they said, do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he just had whatever it was worth. I'm sure it, it hit him hard, but he knew that it could get dirty and he just had to make it go away. Yeah. Um, drunk says, I seen Jamie Foxx sexual suit, sexual assault suit. That was crazy. A lot of chicks suing because they had a good time that didn't last a lifetime. I'm sorry. See, like, we we can't speak for that because we weren't there. But I do think, that, I mean, we can't lie and say that's not a possibility, you know? We can't lie and say that, you know, there, there wasn't just regret that came years later. But at the time, 
you were just having fun with celebrities, you know? So I don't know. We weren't there, so we can't we can't say for sure. Um, but there that that's definitely possible. I don't know. I wasn't there. HRW, what's up on Twitch? Up? Says, sup, Rocket and Figgy. I hope these cases are legit, but the circumstances seem like check chasers. If two live crew ain't catching cases, I doubt most of these are legit. <laughs> See, it's never the ones, it's like women. The sluttiest acting women usually be the most prude. Yeah. And the, the nicest doctors, lawyers, teachers be the freaky ones. Yeah. You know, I remember Lil John, that skit about Lil John on the Dave Chappelle show where he like is super smart and has a library and reads books. Yeah. That's actually true. Yeah. He's actually like a super nerd. Yeah. He just made that strip club crazy music that he made because it was it was popular. Yeah. So yeah, I doubt that there was actually Uncle Luke was really getting down like that. I mean, <laughs> at least in the way he was saying it in his songs. <laughs> but you, it's always gonna be like the uh, Jimmy Iovines of the world, who were the craziest man, the ones you never would yeah. think would or, be into that type or, of shit. Or somebody like Bill Cosby, somebody yep. with this clean yep. reputation as far as like comedy. Don't you remember he's he was complaining about these comedians cussing. And all this other crap. <laughs> and this man doing some of the most heinous stuff, man, for years. Yep. <laughs> no, nah, very true. You got to watch out for them, man. Um, but, yeah, you know, the, the, the thing we got to be careful of, too, is that when people say, oh, Diddy definitely did it, but Jamie Foxx didn't. Yeah. You don't know either of these people, man, all right? Yeah. Just because you like Jim, Jamie Foxx more and you don't like Diddy, don't really mean anything, man, okay? We don't know what they do in their private life, all right? I'm not saying either is guilty or innocent for sure, but I'm just saying don't judge it based off of who you like more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, so because we, we don't know. Yeah, and I feel like Bill Cosby stuff, it, it, hell, 2020 really taught me to, like, don't put these people on the pedestal, man. Yeah. People did it with Deshaun Watson. Everybody, this dude got baptized in the Jordan River or some shit. Remember back in the day, and they were saying he was super uh, spiritual and all that stuff? <laughs> Remember, he was like a golden boy. He was like a yep. golden boy. And all of this stuff came out, man. And still to this day, like, I don't know. It, 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 something happened. I don't know who did what, but something was there, man. And, you you know, you never know what people went to, man. No matter how good and how, how great of an image they have, you never know, man. So, I, look, man, I, I I could think a lot of people are good people, but I don't put it past people no more, man. You never know. You really don't, man. So people got to be careful with that. Um, a drunk said, let's be honest, Diddy without the Ciroc wave would have already been exposed five years ago. Um, if Pimpin' was a political party, Texas would be the capital to slim thug comments don't even shock me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you would think he like like you like Figgy said he's been involved in a lot of things with the city. I think he has his own day. Everybody yeah, has his own, own day. day. He's first trying to get Figgy's own day because everybody got their own day, man. Yeah, but Slim, you need a Figgy day. Slim Thug got his own day. I think he got his own neighborhood, man. I think he yeah. actually he actually built his own neighborhood for um, people, affordable neighborhood, by the way, for um, for different people and all that stuff. Uh, he partnered up with the Houston Texans. He was there a couple weeks ago. He got his own um, 
clothing line with them. It's like a Slim Thug, Houston, Texas type of collab. Um, yeah, he, he he's very active, man. He I ain't going to say he got a lot to lose, but him getting on line saying that didn't help at all, man. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nah, it, was, it wasn't the best move, but like I said, Slim Thug, and, and Slim Thug is at the level where he really can't get canceled, canceled, because he's not, he's big locally, but yeah. he's not like on fucking TV and shit. Like, he's not yeah. on, like, he doesn't have like a Sprite endorsement or something, or yeah. something, I don't think he met, he met Kamala Harris at the yeah. White House, you know? Yeah. So... I don't think he's big enough to get canceled, canceled, but nah, people yeah. people just going to get at him on social media when he yeah. does stuff like this. And that's kind of where it ends. So. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. So, yeah, the cancellation tour continues, man. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's a dirty game. We know it's a dirty game. Um, could be dirty politics involved. Um, look, speaking of the uh, Deshaun Watson thing, I, I just hope C.J. Stroud keep his nose clean, man. Like, I already saw him on the podcast talking about how Houston hoes are fake and he likes L.A. <laughs> women more. I'm like, no, CJ. <laughs> I only want to see you uh, preach. I don't preach even... the Lord's word, okay? I don't want to see you talk about these Instagram thoughts, man, all right? I don't even want to I... see him with a woman at this point, man. <laughs> Dog, I just want no, him No, we just... need that because we don't, I... we don't want him to go the deviant route and just... The, the, the everywhere doing a strip club James Harden type thing. Nah, I just want I don't him. Need that. I want him to up and get married. <laughs> I just want him to <laughs> just up and get married and stay out the streets, man. I don't need all this um, dating this porn star or dating this Instagram model and yes. all that stuff. Because some look, man, something is in the water of these kids, man. Because. We don't need a Zion Williamson type of deal. Yes. Or them being into some super kinky stuff and some Instagram model is exposing them and all that other crap, man. Uh, just find you somebody, get married as soon as possible, and stay out the streets, man. That's all I ask, man. That's all I uh, want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> get married, have kids. Uh, like Pimp C said, we some family men. We ain't no freaks over here, okay? <laughs> The Houston Texans are family men. We're a family men organization now. They family we got the football. freaks out. Yeah. All right, we shipped them away. <laughs> ain't no, we ain't seen no men naked. <laughs> this, this is my brother Bumby. I've never been in a room with him naked. <laughs> and if you gay, just go ahead and be that. But don't act like you are oh, hard and then you got other you man busting you up, busting up your back. <laughs> Pimp's dog, that's a fun, probably yeah. one of the top five funniest interviews of all time. Yeah. I don't even know how the topic got on that. Me I don't even too. know what they're talking about. Bumpy is just looking like, yeah. <laughs> he's just mad. Yeah. But MC is just going off on, I don't know what they were talking about or what they had seen. Yeah, I, yeah I'm kind of, I wonder, disgusted. Yeah, I wonder what Pimp C saw, man. He, he must have. Opened the door of the uh, industry a little bit and seeing, yeah, seeing yeah. a guy he probably thought was a street dude. <laughs> and had, had to get it off his chest in the interview, I guess. Don't be acting like you some motherfucking hard thug and another man <laughs> busting up your back. <laughs> and he said it in oh, this, man. he said it in such a Houston accent type yes, of way, too. Yes. I was just like, man. 
<laughs> HRW said, keep your virginity, CJ. No, don't do that, because the last virgin quarterback we saw was uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> and we saw that ended. So, no, nah, he needs to... Uh, Needs to spread the seed, pause. He needs to uh, t- uh, till the soil, whatever they call it in the Bible. I don't know. So, but uh, <laughs> so it's royal oaks. Yeah, sow the royal oaks. That's right. <laughs> Coming to America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Drunk says, I'm so mad. CJ Stroud is legit. I can't even bet against the Texans anymore. That was half my parlays. <laughs> I think they threw a lot of people off, too, this year, man. Ain't nobody oh, yeah. know they was going to be this good. So I, I feel your pain on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drunk said, y'all worried about CJ when Tank Dell, the real one, y'all got to get y'all gotta get married. See, hey. I, I don't, we don't... Tank Dell... Can wild out a little bit, okay? Wide receivers he, are expected to be kind of wild. And plus, he's been in Houston for a minute. Yeah, man. he's a H- he's a um, University of Houston guy, so he mm-hmm. kind of knows his way around the city a little. We bit. just need him to be on the field, okay? I don't care what he does in his off time. He ain't the face of the franchise like CJ is. CJ needs to be keep his mouth and everything clean, man. We need a clean cut, yeah. uh, black man. To lead this franchise to the promised land, man. <laughs> we can't we can't risk another Deshaun happening, man. We can't have that. Yeah. So I don't want to see the podcast him ranking hoes by city. Yeah. All right. We don't need that from CJ. All right. Tank <laughs> can do that. I uh Damian Pierce can do that. CJ, nah, keep your keep your nose clean, man. But you can come yeah. on the podcast here and talk about that shit. I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tr- try to get him on, man. I'm gonna try to get him on. Man, good luck. I think that ship is probably passed. I actually, for, uh, I, I, actually, I actually hit up somebody over there about trying to get him on. Word. Was, yeah, he was just like, man, he got a laundry list of people. That's yeah, waiting. It's, it's like a waiting list to be honest. Yeah, that's why you see like every week he's on something. Yeah. Because the NFL, that's the NFL darling right now. Mm-hmm. So everybody hitting them up to try to get on, uh, get him on the show somehow. So I'm just that ship is probably sailed, it's, man. Yeah, it's over. Unfortunately. <laughs> I tried to use my Ohio State card. Like, hey, I'm on Ohio yeah. State, so it would be great. And they're like, yeah. It might have happened pre-draft, but now he's out of here, it's man. It's over, yeah. There's a few people we probably could have got on the podcast, but then they blew up. Like, Megan Estallion, I think we could have got her yeah. if we were on top of it earlier. Because yeah. we had uh, the uh, 15-7, what was it? Uh, Carl, Carl Crawford. Crawford. We had Carl Crawford before they were publicly beefing. Yeah. And we tried to get Megan, but she was out of there by the time we really... Yeah. Could have got her on. That was so. a minute ago too. That's when we had um um when we had Carl Crawford up here. Uh, oh boy, uh, damn, I'm blanking on his name. The guy that uh, Paul Wall's guy. Uh, oh, uh, T. Ferris. T- yeah, T. Ferris yeah. was actually up here too. <laughs> so that was a minute ago because I don't think they speak at all now. So uh, I think we can get. We need to get Paul Wall. I think Paul Wall will do the podcast. I want to talk to Paul Wall, man. Yeah, me I too. I want to have a. Uh, continue our discussion about old school hip-hop that we talked about with Mad Hatter and yeah. talk about all that stuff. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think we get Paul Wall still, hopefully. Yeah. I want to get more into that, too, man, uh, about him and um, Chameleon there. Yeah. How, the, how it started and then how it ended and all that stuff and see if they want to put out another Get Your Mind Correct, too, or something, mm-hmm. which I don't think is going to happen, but <laughs> it'd be a cool little sound bite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we can. Hopefully, hopefully, um, 
yeah, he just needs to know our vibe is right and everything, which it is. So, yeah, hopefully. But real quick, um, back to CJ talking about the hoes. Are you surprised that he said that? <laughs> I mean, because no. I'm, I'm not surprised. It seemed I, like I, to be like, honest, I'm I'm more I'm not surprised that he said H Town women are bougie, because mm. I mean, with the women he's going to be around, of course they are. Yeah. But I'm more surprised that he said L.A. women are better. Yeah, see, I'm not. Surprised. That's what really shocked me. See, I wasn't shocked with that because he's a he's a Cali guy, mm-hmm. and for some reason, it's a couple Cali guys on the Houston Texans, and for some reason, they just dug in to Cali no matter what, man. They're not trying to uh, please the crowd or anything here. It's a it was a couple of them that we had on the show, and they they talked about like, yeah, we don't care about what the burgers in and out. In and out, and and somebody else said the tacos is better than in Cali than Houston, and I'm just like, damn, they just coming out, they just coming out shooting. It was a couple of them saying, man, I wish they had this. Uh, they got it in Cali. And I'm like, damn, really? But um, so CJ saying that, man, it didn't surprise me at all. It's saying like people that's from Cali just stick to their Cali ways. They're I feel like they're not really open to saying, yeah, Houston got the better food or Houston got the better girls or it seemed like they just stick it to their roots, man, which I, you know, I I can't be mad at that. But um, it didn't surprise me at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I just thought when you're famous, it's like L.A. is like the land of the fake. You know, yeah. everything is fake in L.A., I feel. So, you come to Houston, and yeah, there there's gonna be this. You know, the elements are gonna be the same when you're in his tax bracket, but I yeah. feel like it's better here. Like it yeah. kind of feels more real. I never than it does out there. Yeah, I never looked at Houston women as bougie though. It seemed like they're not bougie at all. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not in that crowd. I don't see. Yeah, it. that's the thing. Like with with CJ, he's gonna be around the models, man. He's gonna be yeah. around the IG women. And honestly, they're the same everywhere, okay? Yeah. But in, in in terms of, like, real women that we're going to meet and talk to and date, I yeah. feel like we have a better chance meeting a, a good real one here than we would in L.A., man, because L.A. is just, I don't yeah. know, something about it just throws me off, man. It's very fake, very fake hustle-oriented, very fake, you know, lying about the money you got and all this stuff and everybody fronting and faking and everybody trying to be the same influencer or everybody want to be a star with, yeah everybody yeah. say they're a star so and all that stuff. at least here we don't really have that so yeah. um drunk says call me crazy but i believe y'all can still get cj i mean i would like to believe it but i doubt it i'm gonna try i'm gonna try yeah. it's a lot of people look man i ain't think we could get jay prince and yeah that caught me yeah. off guard so i'm a, i'm gonna keep trying but it's looking very now we had many what current Texans players? I know we had Charles Amenahu yeah. on, and that was fun. Yeah, we've had former. We had Arian Foster, of course, one of our biggest ones. But he yeah. was that was after he retired. Yeah, had we had any current Texans players besides Amenahu on the podcast? I don't think so. Nah, we didn't. So, I, and look, to be honest with you, man, I ain't really seen nobody that was worth. Hopping on by that was oh, this was damn. like two or three years ago, man. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, kidding. we wanted Deshaun though. We wanted yeah. Deshaun. We, we had, had Quincy Avery. Quincy Avery. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we had Quincy Avery in Deshaun's house at one point. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I didn't want to drop the hint and sound thirsty, but I'm like, can you get your boy on at least? Uh, yeah. Andrew wasn't many. You, you know, the funny part about that is I was waiting to get him on that year. Mm-hmm. Because in season it was gonna be a little weird, but I was trying to get him on that year. I was waiting to the end of the year. Yeah. But then the, the motherfucker requested a trade, so I'm just like, man, I can't, I can't get him on now. And then I'm like, you know what? Once he get traded to Miami and all that other stuff, then you know, because I thought he's going to Miami. I'm like, once he get traded there, then I can try to get him on. And then the sexual assault, uh, all the massage stuff came out. So I'm mm-hmm. like, it's really over now. <laughs> Look, but Deshaun Watson has a podcast now with Quincy Avery, right? Yeah. Do you think it would be easier to get Deshaun now? Actually, probably not. Yeah, because I'm sure he'd so. be, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's, I'm sure he and, doesn't know what we're going to ask and, him. And yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if we did get him on, they'd probably be super strict about yeah, when we ask him and all that stuff, and I, honestly, for us, it probably won't be worth it because he yeah. ain't gonna, he ain't gonna tell us nothing. He ain't, like even if we try to stay away from the sexual stuff, the massage stuff, he ain't gonna say what happened in Houston and why he requested it. He ain't gonna say nothing. So yeah, it, we better off staying away from that. True, true. And I don't need um, I don't need everybody in the comments talking about. How we Why didn't you boss? ask him about the 26 women? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he said we couldn't. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. HR, we did have Mark, uh, Mari Ingram on. That was the other Yeah. But he wasn't, was he on a Texans at that point? He was. He had just got traded. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He had, yeah okay. We had, it, yeah. we had it set up when he was a Texan. Yeah. And then that's right. he ended up getting traded. And that's, that's right. So by the time we had it, he was already gone. He, he was, yeah. I forgot was. about that. I didn't forget about the interview. I knew we had him, but I forgot that he was uh, with he was the still, team. He was honestly. still playing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, JC Introductions on YouTube. What's up? He asked if we were talking about old school hip-hop. We talk about a lot of things at the podcast, man. We talk about sports, hip-hop, current events, things of that nature, all in kind of the same sphere. But Figgy and I are employees at a sports radio station in Houston. So nice to meet y'all if y'all new and watching. Kind of a variety podcast. We were talking about a lot of things, and we just have a good time kicking it with the homies. Yeah. Um, Drunk says Houston is low key the L.A. of the South after Atlanta, so CJ might be cooking with that. Yeah, but like you said, like L.A. and Atlanta are worse. Yeah. You know, I feel like being third means that we're we should be above them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in terms of quality women and quality things here, more yeah. real. Yeah, and the thing is, I feel like people just starting now to get hip to Houston a lot. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people been moving here over the past couple years, and I think, see, this is the thing about Houston, man. With L.A., you you got to have money to stay out in L.A. somehow. I don't know if it's from your mom or you grow up there or something like that. It's, you know, it's not like, I, I felt like you don't have to, like, grind super-duper hard like a, like you got to do in Houston. Houston, you could be a nine to fiver, and, yeah, and still be bad. You it, it, you can be you could kind of be in the city, or you could kind of stay in stay out in out in Humble or somewhere. You can stay somewhere far, far away from the city, and you can run across you could you can run across anything out here in Houston. But LA is just saying like you got to be doing you got to be up to something. It's it's like I don't know. I yeah. can't explain it. 
You got to be like a creator in some way in L.A. You can't be a normal L.A. girl that's Mm -hmm. just not doing anything, man. It it just seemed impossible. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like if you say you're studying to be like a lawyer or a doctor here, it'll be looked at way better than you say that in L.A. Because (laughs) they're not, they're trying to be like actors, models, uh, producers, directors, uh, artists, rappers, things like that. So, like, it's just a a certain... Same thing with Atlanta, too. Everybody got to be, like, in the entertainment industry, I feel, to get respect. Yeah. Here, I feel you could be more like a normal... You could be a truck driver, and people look at it more positively here than anywhere else. You could be that girl that was working at Home Depot. (laughs) Yep. And and just be on the low. (laughs) Just be on the low building. (laughs) Whatever happens to that Home Depot girl? Did oh, she open the OnlyFans eventually? Man, I had to, dog. I had to mute her, man. <laughs> so when when that when that first happened, and um, I gave her a follow. I'm like, she cute. Let me follow her. She was just being so irritated, man. You could tell the clout kind of got up to her. Yeah. And she she wasn't trying to like feed. She was trying to feed into it, but she's trying to say, hey guys, I'm 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 all about positivity and other. And I was just like, all right, you got to go. And, and you exposing Shaq DMs and stuff like that, where I'm just like, nah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to see you at this point. <laughs> yeah, not not everybody's built for that love. Not that everybody deserves that platform. I'll be honest, man. Like, yeah. some people get it, and they don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. So they start acting strange, and it's just too much for them. So, yeah, I think that kind of happened with her, man. Um, Drunk said, even if y'all can't get CJ, y'all should try to get Tank. I would love to get Tank down on the podcast. I, I'm going to try to get Tank. I actually yeah. seen him uh, a couple weeks ago. I was at the Taste of the Texans. Yeah. I actually uh, took a picture with him. Hey, hey, uh, hey, who's taller? Hey, he was barely, he was about that much taller than me, man. <laughs> I got, fam, I got more respect for him, man, because this was after the game where he took that big hit. Yeah. That was after that game, and, um, which was Sunday, and I seen them there. I was actually shocked to see them there right after that game. But uh, we like we close to the same height, man. And he's way smaller than me. I, I know I weigh way more than him. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was just wild. I'm like, this dude is balling like this, man. That's that's crazy. But I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna try to get him more. So on the show, I, we. I co-hosted the show today, um, and um, we actually had Tavier Thomas on the show. Mm. He was he was super cool. Uh, I didn't even realize he was from Detroit, <laughs> so we was I was I asked him his top five from uh, rappers right now from Detroit. So he was like naming all type of random Detroit rappers and all that stuff. You could tell he was a Detroit dude. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm gonna try to get some people on the show, man. I'm gonna try to go. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get Tank. If he ain't too, right. if he ain't too popular, <laughs> yeah, 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 man, my fellow U of H boy, man, I'll be down with that for sure. Um, Drunk says the thing about Houston women is if she bad at some point, she mess with a rich dude. But LA got so many out of state, a bad chick might get lost in the system. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a lot of them in LA get lost in the system, man. Okay, there's a lot of bum. I think there's more bum models in LA than there are in Houston. And not to say there aren't yeah. any in Houston, yeah. but no, I in LA, I feel like the it's way more oversaturated that market in LA. 
Nah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I see what you mean. I, I yeah. Got that. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't knock him. I just didn't like him boosting up L.A. to put down Houston. I'm not mad. I think he had a point about the bougie women in Houston, especially around his tax bracket and what he's dealing with, but I didn't like the L.A. women being better shot. I didn't like that, but it's okay. We all make mistakes. I forgive Jay, okay? I forgive him. He is forgiven on this podcast. Just keep on balling. He can redeem himself by joining the podcast. And we can grill him about it. Yeah. But I don't want to hear him answer any more of those questions on not our podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we got to pull a nori, okay? Why are you going to those podcasts? I know, and man. talking CJ, huh? Yeah. Why are you going outside of hip-hop slash sports? I mean, I guess they're sports still, but yeah. why are you going to their podcast? You know what I mean with their podcast right. and not our podcast. I know. I need to. I need to figure it a way out to put us on a list or something, man. <laughs> Black-owned podcast is like a billion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. man. So, um, anything else? Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of football. Um, I saw a, 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 an embarrassing amount of thirst for Dolly Parton in that halftime show. Man. I'm glad you said this, man. What is going on here, dog? Yeah, I was. I I didn't tweet it because I didn't want to be that guy where everybody else tweeting positive about somebody, and I'll be the one mm-hmm. be the mean guy. But what 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 are we doing here, man? Dog, everybody. I, I seen people talk about some. I, I suck them tits dry, and <laughs> I'm like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, you, y'all, some sick oh, fucks, man. man. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't say that. I seen people say, oh yeah, I, I hit that. I'm just like, bro, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I know I'm not bougie or anything like that, but come on, man. Like we, we got to do all. It. Why, why can't we just say she look okay? And salute to her and keep it moving. <laughs> Personally, man, I got to be real. I think that's disgusting. Not the fact that people were thirsty over her. It's just the way she looks because she's clearly pumped full of plastic at this point, man. <laughs> like, she might as well be like a cyborg as much plastic surgery she didn't had on her face and body to make it look like that. And yeah. you can tell, like, during the show, she could barely move, man. Like, yeah. she just walked and she kept leaning on the star because she couldn't <laughs> even stand up straight. Yeah. It's like she clearly couldn't sing. She would, didn't even try to look like she was singing the songs. Yeah. I mean, she didn't have a microphone. It was clearly lip-synced, <laughs> and she couldn't move, dog. It's like, I don't like the idea that people just can't age gracefully and look normally old. Yeah. You know, everybody is boosting this. You know, you, you look at somebody who clearly had a bunch of plastic surgery and you say, oh, they look great for 40. They look great for 50. They look great for 60. Nah, they really don't, man. That's <laughs> that's that's CGI. That's AI technology yeah. you're looking at. That's not real age in a face in a body. Yeah. So. I, 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 yeah, I just didn't get it, man. Every time I see her, like, look, man, for uh, she's 76 years old, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not sitting there saying she look ugly or she... Uh, like she looked like, like she needed to be in a casket or something. <laughs> but damn, let's not sit here and go too far with it, man. Just say she look good. Just keep keep it moving, man. Or yeah. salute to her. Look at her out there. 
and keep it moving. All this sexual stuff towards her, man, is nasty, man. <laughs> Just HRW look. said, y'all tripping. Dolly could get it. Yo, man, you're one of those. See, you you're part of the problem, you're part HRW. Of the problem. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem, man. I hate to say it. <laughs> Got to put you on blast, too, y'all. Y'all need Jesus, okay? Y'all yeah. need some kind of spiritual force in your life to not be thirsty over 77-year-old women on a <laughs> halftime show, all right? <laughs> yeah, man. Look. <laughs> Porn has ruined your brains. <laughs> Seek salvation, yeah. okay? The, hey, man, the furthest, <laughs> I, the furthest I could go, man, and these women look good to me. I don't know if they got work done, but somebody like an Angela Bassett or... You know, Cheryl Lee. Yeah, Ralph Angela Bassett like had that. a ton of work done, man. You could tell on the face. But yeah. I mean, she does. I mean, you could tell she at least works out. Yeah, and that's what's healthy. Yeah, but uh, outside of that, man, I'm not. I'm not going that far, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nasty work, man. Like salute to her for being able to perform at 77. You know, these rappers want to retire at 32. Yeah. So, <laughs> salute to her for still performing and caring about music at 77, um, which I guess they're allowed to do, but we can't in rap. So, I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Um, Drunk says, I do like older women, but Dolly Parton is a corpse with a boob job. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I think some of the, a lot of the thirst tweets were jokes, but some of them were going a little too graphic, man. Yeah. Some I of them are a little too, nah. Yeah. Now let, let I gotta me, chill. Now let me ask you this, man. Dude, was her performance better than Jack Harlow's? I don't remember Jack Harlow's. So he performed uh during the Lions game at half. Oh, time. I didn't even see that. I got to my parents' house because I went to my parents' house and I got there like I think it was like the third or fourth quarter of that game. So I didn't see the halftime show. Uh yeah. Uh, was it bad? Uh I, he was getting roasted. He was getting roasted oh, no. because of the way um, his halftime set looked. But, um, yeah, he was getting roasted. I'll show you what it looked like. But I did see the uh, Tanache anthem, which wasn't bad. You yeah, know? I'm like I was... that. Yeah, it's funny because I was sitting there with my wife, and she was like, who is that? <laughs> she, she had no idea who that was. And I, I said, Tanache. And she still didn't, it still didn't ring a bell. Yep. And I actually had to play a song for her. I played the one song with her and Schoolboy Q. And she like, oh, okay, I heard that song before. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, she, uh, we make it Christmas. is dead, man. Hey, like we, that. She's one of the biggest names in R&B, and nobody hey, knows who hey, she is. Hey, so. we making Chris Brown point, because I yep. think he was making the same point, like nobody knows who she is or something. Yeah, true, but, true. Um, but yeah, uh yeah, she sounded good though, man. I was I was actually impressed. Me too. But this is this was his halftime set. He was getting roasted for. It. I ain't gonna play the oh, music. No. Yeah. So okay, I'm looking this is like way too much for a Thanksgiving day. This ain't the Super Bowl. I get this looking really cheap. <laughs> I know. Like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we see him rapping in uh some club, some I don't know, is <laughs> Who I guess he got the uh, interpreter next to him. He's rapping some bullshit. I already know. <laughs> why? Why is there like a paper igloo behind him? Dog, I don't know what that is, man. It looks. I awful. feel like he had an idea at the last minute, and they didn't have time to get anything real put together. So they said, "You just got to work with this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this, this. That looks like a kiddie pool, man. <laughs> like a little kitty slip and slide. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, cut it off before we get copyrighted because YouTube still acts funny when we play videos sometimes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was, but I'm not surprised that the Jack Harlow show was ass. Yeah, because it's Jack Harlow, man. Yeah, but a lot of the people, uh, a lot of the people was trying to compare this one versus Dolly Parton. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, I choose death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you think they're trying to make? the Thanksgiving halftime shows bigger now? Because I feel like they never used to be this thing yeah. before. I you think, know, I feel like they're trying to make it like a super mini Super Bowl at this point or something. The fact that Dolly Parton did it in Dallas and it was a big topic. Yeah. I think next year is going to be even bigger. They're going to get some real artists to do it too. Yeah, I think so. I think this is the case. And I think, to be honest with you, I think this is probably up to the team. Yeah, I think that's true too. Yeah, so you know, in Detroit, if if they want to get somebody big, they will probably it will probably be up to the Detroit Lions to try to reach out to somebody, get somebody to perform, and they and probably would treat it like a Super Bowl because you're trying to get people to stick around and watch. So I can see them uh, going all out or whoever perform or whoever play on Thanksgiving next year. I can see them going all out and try to get people to perform like a Dolly Parton or some type of legend. I didn't really understand now, the Zach, Jack Harlow, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, who played at the other? I know there's another game. Um, the Sunday night. I seen a quick peek of it. I don't know if they stayed with him the whole time, but uh, what's it, it's some EDM DJ. Um, oh. It was some EDM DJ. Oh, it was Steve Aoki, I, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah him. Yeah, yeah. I saw hey, that. I think they cut away from it. Yeah, I saw like five yeah. seconds of it, and I know that was better than both of the other ones. Yeah, he's <laughs> big. He's big. Um, but I heard they cut out of it, so that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tab said, "Yo, Figgy, uh, a social media star out here in these Instagram streets." <laughs> yeah. What up, Tab? How you doing, man? What's I hope up, you had a great man? Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hope everything's going well for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, you're doing big things out here with the tailgate takeover, man. Yeah, Salute. Man. Yeah, man. I've been trying to get my uh, social media up a lot, my, um, specifically my Instagram. So uh, I'm trying to get to 10,000 followers, man. I'm at like yeah. six. Hey, hook up. Hey, Tab, hook Figgy up with that cheat code you hooked me up with, man. <laughs> All right. Get him, get him an extra 3K. <laughs> hook, hook him up, man. Um, Junk said, Rocket, you the first one I heard mention the Thanksgiving halftime show agenda, and I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I think they are trying to make it like, for the artists who are not big enough to do the Super Bowl halftime show, yeah. they can do the Thanksgiving day. They're yeah. trying to make that one bigger. If the Houston Texans had a halftime or a Thanksgiving day game, who would perform at halftime? Ooh, uh... I don't know. I would say they will have to. Uh, obviously, they not about to get Beyonce or nobody, nobody like yeah. that. But I, I would think it would have to be something. Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be Megan Thee Stallion. Dude, man. did you see that? Um, that um, that commercial she did the uh with the uh the, the Olympics. There are she several things we haven't talked about with Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. One of them being the fact that her ex-boyfriend released a diss track on her. We we did not talk we about that. We didn't talk that. about that, man. Yeah. Um, so let's talk let's about talk, that now. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's make this the Meg Thee Stallion hour. 
Yeah, the Megan Stallion Power Hour. <laughs> um, so her ex-boyfriend, who she implied cheated on her new single, Cobra, she says something about catching him getting head in their bedroom or something. And Partisan Fontaine, Nick goes, also goes by Party, who is mainly, I think, a writer, not really a rapper himself, as we yeah. can see on this song, which wasn't really rapped well, but it was written yeah. well. He was known no. for being a writer more than his rap. Yeah. yeah. The, the song had bars, but his delivery, it kind of was like, it wasn't as bad as... Uh, Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams was terrible when he tried to rap, man. Yeah, Tim but it was it was almost as bad, and you can tell that party was supposed to be um, a writer more so than an actual rapper. Yeah. But I mean, he he kind of he went at her, man. He talked about how he didn't know all the dudes that she smashed, and she lied about it, and a lot of things she was saying were not true. She smashed her producer. She smashed all this stuff that came out and I don't know. He, he still didn't, he didn't really seem to deny the fact that he stepped outside and did something, yeah, yeah. but he implied that I, I think he already thought the relationship was over or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he, he kind of came at her kind of viciously, man. Um, and it gave the haters even more ammunition. Ooh, I um, know, some... I know party had that many fans, man. Right. <laughs> People talk about she got uh, she third and all this. Stuff. I'm like, damn, really? So I know he had, to, I know he had a, a hive like that. Uh, yeah, that that's just the that dog. That's a Tory Lane's hive. Yes. Okay, he's getting uh, he's <laughs> getting boosted. There's there's multiple hives coming together on this. There was an anti Megan Stallion. There's a Tory Lane's hive. And I guess maybe two party fans. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna form like Voltron. To support him in that song. And I don't know what to say about it, man. Honestly, like, I think he has some valid points, but unfortunately for him, we don't care about male pain in these relationships, man. We they don't. Know. It reminds me of that Dave Chappelle quote about rape and men. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. don't care about male rape victims. Nobody cares about men who got cheated on. Yeah. Okay, you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, not suck it you're not allowed to Move speak on. on that, man. You're not allowed and to, to speak be fair. On. I don't think he got cheated on, but they don't care about the the, the male pain involved in relationship like yeah. that, man. You could sing about it in R and B, and we'll like it, but you yeah. can't rap about it because we don't really care. Yeah, it was. And look, man, I think look, he got some talented bars for sure, but um, it's just cringy when you see a guy do this over a girl. Yeah. Man. And, yeah. and let's be real, man. Uh, we we kind of assumed that Meg was talking about him in that song. She ain't really, mm -hmm. like, put put a name to it. We just kind of assumed because that's who she been with. You know what I mean? And the whole song was kind of about what she been through the last year or two or something like that. But uh, you would have thought she put all of his business out there, man. He just, yeah. He just came out with a uh, machine gun when we were shooting. And I don't look, man. I, if it was me, I wouldn't have said nothing. I would have, I would have just said. I think he did actually reply on. Um, I want to say on Instagram. I thought that was a little bit too much, but I understand that part because people probably hitting you up and tagging mm -hmm. you in and all that stuff. But I wouldn't make this song was like a four minute song. I want to say it was yeah, like three or it four was minutes. Pretty long, man. Yeah, so I I wouldn't. 
I thought that was a little too much. And it's it's a double standard, man. Unfortunately, man, a guy can't defend himself like that. Unless it, I guess unless it's like a gay rumor or something. But he to me it just it just looked cringy when he going at this girl like this, man. I hate and look, I've seen a bunch of people saying he should be able to defend himself too. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I can't help the way I feel about a guy making a four-minute track song <laughs> pretty much exposing her. I just, I don't know, it just don't it just don't really seem right, man. I just, I just don't rock with it. But he can do whatever he want. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I feel for him, and that's the tough part, because I feel, yeah. he was talking about he wanted to marry her, man. Like, he was yeah. picking out rings and shit, and then you find out, like, oh, I was looking goofy over here beefing with these niggas that you, you let hit and didn't tell me about it. So yeah. I I get the pain, but just as men, it's hard to really, like, we we just don't act like this in public, man, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, suck it up, man. On to the next one, It's dog. a messed up thing to say, too, because a yeah, guy should it be able, is. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think of a way he could have, ha- a better way he could have handled that. And maybe I, got some tweets off or maybe an Instagram or, post. Yeah, I was even thinking maybe if he set up like some type of interview or something like that, random mm-hmm. interview, and somebody asked him about what happened to them. Yeah. And maybe explain a little bit or something like that. But to me, talking about the, you know, she got lipo and all that stuff. You, yeah. Come on, yeah, man. Like, That's yeah, a little I don't cringe. really care about that. That's a little cringe. Who, like, is that a, like... Is that a That's a very dagger? sassy insult. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, oh, you faking like you in the gym. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And see, that's why I had an issue with uh, Tory Lanez when he released that project. And mm-hmm. it was pretty much talking about her the whole project. I was just like, man, like, come on, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to listen to no grown-ass man, you know, diss a girl. <laughs> like, I just, I just don't want to hear that, man. And yeah, there, there's no male Mary J. Blige for a reason, man, okay? <laughs> there's yeah. no audience for that type of music for yeah, men. Taylor Swift can do stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't no other guy do nothing like this, man. Nah, it just nah, don't... It, really it, it's, 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 it's a double standard that suck, but, hey, it is what it is, man. Guys... You got to take that on the chin. You can't speak on it, man. You can't speak yeah. about your heartbreak and all that stuff unless it's, like, completely anonymous in this R&B song. I agree, man. I agree. Um, HRW asked, what was up with that uh, Megan Thee Stallion commercial? Didn't see the connection. Yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry to cut you off on that part, but yeah, what I was got, the commercial? I got it pulled up. Um, we, sh- we should be just fine <laughs> on this commercial, but... Okay, it's, I hope so. We're giving free promotion, right? Yeah. YouTube runs commercials anyway, so maybe you'll just think it's one of those. Yeah, this one for the Olympics. Um, so she's oh, in the no. Olympics. Yeah. Welcome to the Paris Olympics. <laughs> Look at my hot girl. Mmm, bonjour. Is the Olympics hot girl style? So it's a winged, fire-breathing, talking horse. No. Okay. That is the Olympics. 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 Ah, 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 ah. Oh God. What are they? Okay. Look, I, I hate to hate on uh, number one a black woman 
number two, somebody from Houston. But if she's going to do work like this, she got to take acting classes, man. <laughs> All right. They already had her in the fucking She-Hulk. Yeah, it looked, like it, was in, these... it looked like it was in the same damn place, too. Yeah, it did. Like, <laughs> they shot this commercial and She-Hulk at the same time. She had the same suit on. <laughs> yeah, man, she... Um, Look, you have to take acting class if you're going to talk on camera, okay? That yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Like, that was really bad. Like, somebody like a Cardi B could do that because I think she's just more natural when it comes to delivering dialogue like that. Megan Stein, she got to work on that, man. That, that was awful. Yeah. That was really bad. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> believe that was the Olympus, man. Yeah. That's what the Olympus came up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, look, it's like, and that's what I, what I talk about, like, the push that Megan gets is also, I think, what makes her less popular in our circles, man. Because when she wins these rewards and gets these placements, we don't really see it correlating to... The music. The music or any kind of popularity with us. Yeah. So it seems like they're trying to make her popular with people who don't give a shit about rap. Yeah. You know, but they don't even know where she's from, really. They just know her name is funny. Oh, Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion, things like that. Yeah. They don't really know her. Yeah. So it's just strange, man. It's strange that she was in this commercial. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm mad at the acting. I'm not mad at her being in it, but... It's just kind of strange. Yeah, and they kind of say a lot, too, because we, I mean, we had this conversation probably a year or two ago about how, um, like, do you even got to have a hit song at this point? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Remember, we brought we brung it up with um, Lil Nas S. I wonder what happened to him. Even Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> long forgotten. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, he had, like, one or two songs. And this dude was, like, on Uber Eats commercials, and he was on every commercial, all this other stuff. And his album didn't do the best, like, or at least how we thought it would do. And it's like, damn, like, these, these, it's like these labels had so much access to other stuff where they ain't even got to have a hit song. They, ain't, they damn near don't even have to have an album. And they getting commercials and stuff like this. So it's, it's, it's really strange. So, you know, we could look at Meg numbers and be like, she ain't successful. But, do it really matter at this point? Is she getting these damn commercials and endorsements? So it, it's super weird, man. And I agree with you. If I feel like she don't really connect with the whole world. It's not like Snoop Dogg. I would understand if it was Snoop Dogg. Yeah. If it was Snoop Dogg, everybody knows Snoop Dogg. He connected with everybody. He he had to come up in somebody's household at some point. No mm -hmm. matter the demo, no matter what the demo is. But I don't think Meg the Stallion coming up in any house, like a lot of people, black, a lot of black households, let alone every everybody in the world. So, uh, I mean, salute to her, man, getting all this opportunity. But, I mean, it, I guess it's the power of the label or the management, uh, management company or something. Yeah, that Rock Nation. Everybody blamed Jay-Z for everything. Remember when... Uh... Tory oh, Lanez yeah. was found guilty, and somebody said, fuck Jay-Z in the court. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jay-Z's pulling dance. all the strings, man. Yeah, Tory Lanez dance and uh, Rock Nation will burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, HRW said, Olympus going for that urban demo. Yeah, black people's favorite um, sports, the uh, bobsledding and fucking skiing. <laughs> Drunk said, that's the worst commercial i ever seen, no cap. 
Uh, Junk also said, Megan has yet to have a timeless song. There is no song on her catalog you can even compare to Cardi, Bodak, Yellow. These social media rappers. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah. Like, even Lil Baby, who I think the coverage and placements he gets does not match his catalog or music either. He has some songs that are, like, legendary among young people. Yeah. You know? Especially, like, like that 2017, 2018 Lil Baby run. Like, yeah. he he was up there. I'm not going to say Lil Wayne, but he's kind of in that vicinity for young people for at young that people. point. Yeah. So I get him being there, even though I think they pushed it a little too far having him in, like, fucking Call of Duty commercials and shit. <laughs> I thought that was weird. But um, I get it more with him than I do with Megan. Yeah. Because, yeah, Megan, the only hit Megan has really is one that she got the, uh, the Beyonce, Beyonce stimulus package for. Yeah. With the Savage remix. Yeah. And that's really about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really think, you know, she doesn't really have a hit hit that everybody knows like Bodak Yellow at one point. Yeah, no, I agree. So, and, I don't know. And, and shoot, even the other Cardi B songs, because them, that Cardi B album did really good, man. She had yeah. a lot of number one hits or or uh, joints on that, on that album. Mm-hmm. So I would understand it from that point. But I don't think Meg have an album like that. Yeah, um, HRW says, like how Ice Spice getting her own meal in a Dunkin' commercial with Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. that's another one. But, dog, how many commercials they shoot? There's a new Dunkin' Donuts, Ben Affleck, Ice Spice commercials. Every time I turn on the TV, yeah. there's a new one. Yeah, it's it's something about these uh, female artists, too, man, because we said the same thing about Sweetie. Mm-hmm. Having that McDonald's meal, and and that, that meal look atrocious, man. Where she had like fries on top of the bur- on the burger and all this other stuff. Look, this girl ain't got an album. I think she actually released. I don't know if she released something or what, but this girl had no album out and was getting all these um, crazy deals. So I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> I I don't get it, but yeah, people like Ice Spice getting all that stuff, man. Where's her album? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so no, I mean, you, Sexy Reg done came and stole the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. And we got to talk about that in a second, too. Oh, man. Um, but also, Tab says the best Meg song was a guest appearance on the Dolph album. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot that even happened, to be honest. Me, too. But, um, yeah, I wonder if he, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he got a piece. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, Sexy Red, man. Have, have you seen the video clip, the snippet? Yeah, uh, that uh, everybody's going crazy over on social media again. Her, her being pregnant, performing, uh, she doing is a video pregnant, in jail. working in prison, and I, I'm sure this is like a fake prison. Obviously, yeah. it's a video it's shoot. A video shoot. But I see a lot of people saying the CIA won. J. Edgar <laughs> Hoover is doing victory laps in hell. Every the the the, <laughs> the plan to destroy the black community has finally worked. Because Sexy Red is out here, um, <laughs> pregnant, twerking for prisoners. So what what do you think about the, the new snippet from Sexy Red? And what do you think about her lately in general, man? I know, um, I, I, don't, I don't know, maybe the pregnancy thing is, is, is kind of pushed off her. I, got, I guess she was more popular before that happened. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think about Sexy Red and this whole controversy about the snippet? Uh, to me, honestly, I got a lot of questions, man, because okay. first of all, um, salute to her being pregnant and, and 
hope she have a you know uh, uh, safe pregnancy and all that stuff. Did she ever announce who the dad is? Does she know? Th- that's one of my questions, man. Because <laughs> oh, she the song is called "Free My Baby, uh, Free My yeah. Baby Daddy." That's right. But she's pregnant, so I'm like, how are you? Like your baby daddy is in jail, and you're currently pregnant, <laughs> saying "Free My Baby Daddy." So I'm just, I, I, those are my questions right there, man. So, um, so while your baby daddy's in jail, you got pregnant, but you still repping for your baby daddy. Tell <laughs> free my baby daddy, pretty much. So I, oh, does she have a kid already? I, yeah, she got a kid already. She been saying okay. free my baby daddy since her one of her first viral songs came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, she been saying that for a minute. That that been kind of like her thing. But so she already had a kid, and then she, she got, got pregnant again, and then she yeah. made a song about her yeah. previous baby daddy. Yeah, she got a kid already. <laughs> I thought it was about her current baby daddy got in jail. Like, <laughs> I guess in a no. few months, he knocked it up and then went to jail right after. Yeah, I don't... Okay. I, yeah, she always... It was from the beginning, she always been saying, free my baby daddy. But, mm. um, yeah, so <laughs> those are my couple questions, man. I would, I would hate to be her baby daddy in jail. Her uh, seeing her perform "Free My Baby Daddy" while pregnant by somebody else. Yeah, so I don't know how that make that that young man feel, but um, to me per- personally, man, I was a sexy red fan. <laughs> I don't know why, but her I mean, rat- she had some songs. She yeah, had a her songs. her ratchetness was you know intriguing to me, but um, I kind of jumped off the bandwagon a little. I, I don't know what it is, man. Her getting pregnant kind of turned me off a little bit. Yeah. Where I was just like, eh, I don't, you know, I don't want to see all this stuff, man. Like, I was cool when I thought I had the chance or something, man. <laughs> like, I don't want nobody pregnant. But, um, yeah. But um, as far as her, um, her video, that video, how people saying the CIA one and all that other stuff, um, now, I'm kind of getting to the point now because I keep seeing this, too, where people keep saying, oh, I like her because she's real. Uh, she keep it 100. She's just being herself. We had this conversation when her sex tape, or somebody leaked her having sex mm-hmm. and how she pretty much ran and hide for a couple of days or a week or something like that. Uh, and this was during the height of when her song with Drake dropped on his album, mm-hmm. his anticipated album, by the way. Um, now I'm getting to the point now I'm wondering how much the label is forcing her to do all of this the most ratcheted type of stuff at this point because it's work it's clearly working and it's the audience out there that's eating all of this up so I'm I'm kind of curious uh, is she doing is she coming up with this herself or is the label like putting a battery in her back and saying hey I think this will this will um, bring you more audience or this will bring more of a buzz if you do this and do that. Just do the most ratcheted type of stuff. You know, I wonder if the label is controlling that at this point or if this truly just her. See, and that's always what I get into it with people because there is a a section of people who think, like, a rap is the way it is because, like the white execs and the people want to push the poison on our community like it was crack in the 80s, you know? And I disagree with that, man, because, look, labels cannot make somebody popular, okay? They've tried. We've seen them try. 
Yeah. They can't not, make, they don't know what age. makes people hot. Yeah, if there was a formula, they would have replicated it with everybody. Yeah. You know, it just happens and people have to be bought into it. And they have to, there has to be an organic rise to it in the beginning. And yeah. we have to choose and say, nah, this is the shit. This is hot. We're the ones who make, we're the tastemakers in music and entertainment. Black people, honestly. Yeah. Like they dictate the culture and they're drawing a shit like this, man. That's the thing. It's not fucking some, uh, it's not like the movie, uh, what's called? Undercover Brother. Yeah. Where the man is in the background, like just calculating everything. Yeah. Like I understand people don't want people, that's more attractive to believe that that happens, but it's us, man. Yeah. The people that look like us who who think this shit is cool, man. Let's be honest, dog. Like it's it's people. I'm sure. I don't think the label said, you know, go while you're pregnant, go twerk in a prison. You know, yeah. they could. It's not impossible, but I feel like and in sexy red, if she didn't want to do it, she would have said no. I feel like she's somebody who just would just do something she didn't want to do. Uh, I think she's somebody who always speaks her mind, is kind of strong-headed. So I don't think any label could make her do anything. Yeah. You know, I feel like she probably wanted to do this or was thinking about a way to go viral because she's good at that. She's good at going viral. Mm-hmm. And she was thinking a way to push the envelope like Cardi B does, like Megan does. Like, they, they just want to push the envelope and be viral. Yeah. And, and I think that came from them. Yeah, and see, and I agree with you from that point, but I do think it's a certain way where they could not not force her to do anything, but, like, encourage her to do more of what she's been doing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because, you know, we've seen it. Like, starting off, I feel like Sexy Red is probably the most organic uh, viral person that blew up. I felt like she was doing that as herself. I don't, I don't feel like she was an industry plant. <laughs> that somebody put in and created in the lab to do all of this stuff and then it just blew up. I felt like she really was being herself, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see more artists come out of nowhere that's trying to imitate and do the same thing and these labels look at this formula. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like we talked about this before with Jordan Peele and how he made the movie Get Out. And which it was a, it's a classic movie. I think it was really good. Yeah, and what did we see after that? We tried. We, we seen more of the Get Out type of movies, and more and more, and so that's what I'm wondering because I think Get Out was organic. I think it was his. That was his deal. He'd been writing it for years, but now I'm. He he got to a point where they want him to keep doing this. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they are encur- encouraging um, Sexy Red to do more of what she been doing. You know what I mean? And it's working. Like, I can't lie, it's working. But I'm wondering if if uh, if it's going to get to a point where maybe she don't want to do this anymore. She want to go a different direction. But, you know, the label has encouraged her to, hey, we need more ratchet music. It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like back in the day how labels used to want artists to make a club record. And then yeah. we want you to make an R&B record. And then you got to make a record for the streets. It kind of dictate what they uh, want the artists to do. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of curious if this is kind of going that way because we we even see it with Meg because I feel like Meg was organic from mm-hmm. the very very beginning. I felt like that was organic. 
And, you know, she grew up to a point where she started, she kind of, I don't want to say disconnect, kind of got disconnected from where she started, but her music is, you know, when you get more money, you start making more polished music. And mm-hmm. then, uh, remember, she released a song with her and Cardi B, that that bongos or congos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, it, it, you know, they tried to make some type of ratchet, uh, you know, uh, WAP type of song, but it just didn't hit, man. It, it was just like, it was like manufactured ratchetness, like yeah. label ratchetness. So I'm wondering if, if uh, first of all, I wonder if this is, what they're doing, or if this is all sexy red, if she still got control and doing all of this, she's probably still got control of all of this. She probably wanted to do this, mm-hmm. but um, I'm wondering if it's getting to a point where the labels want her to keep pumping out this ratchetness because it's working and it's making us money and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, of course they do. I mean, what I mean, that's one thing the industry is good for when they see a trend, they want to dick ride, you know. Yeah. So once once Cardi B came, that was the era of the stripper rapper. You know, a lot yep. came up after her. And they they chased the trends and when something breaks the mold, there's going to be a bunch of copycats and they want to follow what worked until it doesn't anymore. Yeah. I understand that. I think that's true. My problem is people acting like we have no control in dictating what gets fed to us and what remains popular. Because if we all rejected the sexy red type of music, it would have been rejected and they would have moved on to something else. And we would have chose... Like, it reminds me of when N.W.A. came up. And before that, even during that time, a lot of rap was like positive type rap, man. Like, a lot of it was like kid and play type dance shit. A lot of... Uh, Arrested Development, Black Power, Optimistic, yeah. all that shit. And even and like then, EPMD. Like, even yeah. though they, they ain't even used to cussing their music. A lot of rap, rappers really didn't cuss like that. Yeah. Run DMC never cussed. Like, a lot of the old school rappers didn't cuss, didn't talk about drugs and shit. And then N.W.A. came out and said, that shit's corny. <laughs> we're talking about real street life. And then they did, so. they, they were huge and... Everybody chose them, and overnight, Will Smith, the uh, a kid and play, all that shit became corny. Yeah. Okay. And gangster rap took over, and it wasn't a grand scheme to make that happen. People chose that music, man. Yeah. Just like they chose the positive shit that came before. So, yeah. like, we're the tastemakers, man. They're they're selling to us. They're not dictating something, and we just immediately buy it because, yeah. you know, we're going to what we like. And yeah. if we like it, we're going to bump it, and the sales go up, the numbers go up, and everybody follows suit. Yeah. So, and that's my issue with it. People don't want to take accountability for the fact, and I'm guilty too, I admit it. Yeah, There's a lot too. of ratchet, dumb shit that I like. Yeah. But I'm not going to act like it's, you know, some kind of scheme to get me to like it. <laughs> You know, (laughs) I can control my own playlist and what goes on it. I I don't go to uh, the manufactured shit. And it's it's, it's on us, man. And if this music is popular, it's because of us. Yeah. And that's why I think that's why the labels are like, pump out more of this. 
We mm-hmm. need more of this, more, 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 because the people like it. And the, the positivity stuff ain't working. Look at that other artist over there trying to be all positive and shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, keep yeah. keep talking about free your baby daddy. That's working. Yeah. And she and you know, honestly, she probably like it. And she probably liked doing this. So hey, if you like doing it, we want you to do more of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually she might get tired of it and that'll be the end of her. Cause there's not like she can't rebrand, man. All right. I don't think her music you can't be rebranded. Yeah. Okay. She can't one day be like a, a Christian singer or some shit. Like it, either she's doing this or she's out of music. Yeah. But she might eventually get tired of it and then there'll be a new sexy red. All right. There'll be a new one. She'll get replaced just like Cardi B got replaced, just like Ice Spice got replaced. They're yeah. they're interchangeable. There's gonna be another one. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. I, I don't sweat it. Yeah. Um, HRW said Frederick Douglass rolling over in his grave. Yeah, the talented 10th right here, man. This is the talented 10th of rap. <laughs> Strip club ratchet music. Yeah. Um, I, Tab I, said pregnant P word is the best P word, man. I can't relate, man. <laughs> Dog, that reminds every once in a while, people find that UGK song. Have you ever heard that song? Uh, what was it? Pregnant P uh, word. No, nah, I didn't. Never, Man, I would tell you to listen to it, but maybe you shouldn't. I mean, will it, it scar me? It's one of those songs where you really couldn't believe somebody got in the studio and said these things. Damn, really? <laughs> Tim C went crazy on that song, man. And every once in a while, people find that song and were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I even want to repeat what was said in that song, man. It wasn't just the title. It was this other things. This nigga's scared. Nobody's scared, <laughs> man. I just look, told man. you I had a DJ set it. Fuck that shit. Nah, I'm just saying. You ain't got to repeat I'm that. Not, I'm not going to get it. into it. I'll look, check it out We're not going to get banned on YouTube for some of the shit Pimp C was saying. The song is on YouTube, though. Somehow it's allowed to be streamed. But that song, man, is one of the most raw shit ever made. And... <laughs> Yeah, there's always a time when when somebody young or new finds that song and listens to it and it's like, what the fuck was this? I, <laughs> I wish we could do a live reaction and listen to yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't know. If y'all ain't heard that, I, I mean, you would actually listen to your own discretion. You might cut it off after, like, the first verse. But, uh, yeah, Pimp C was insane on that song, man. Pimp C, I think... Occasionally, they asked Bumpy about it, and it was like they were trolling at that point. They were an unknown group just trying to make a splash, and they were yeah. very young and just talking shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of nasty. <laughs> That's an understatement, probably. Yeah. So yeah, R.I.P. Pimpsey, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, does anything else happen this week, man? That might about wrap it up for our Thanksgiving Black Friday edition. Did you buy anything by any chance today? Man, I ain't buy a damn thing, man. Yeah, me I, neither. I don't be participating in Black Friday like I used to. And I remember back in the day where um, this was like maybe probably 15 years ago, I want to say, 12, 15 years ago, where we were actually out and about 12 o'clock at night. Yep. <laughs> and I, I was telling this on the air how um, the last time I was out and about like that um, and actually active was I was at 
I was in line for a Radio Shack. And this was a uh, radio show. I was only in line because it was a shorter line. And so I'm like, oh, I didn't even know what I, I, I wasn't even trying to get in line for anything. I was just in line to see what I could get. Mm-hmm. And, man, I walked out of there with a, uh, it was like a portable uh, Sirius XM uh, car app. Damn. So it, it was portable. It, it plugged up in the cigarette lighter. It had a little, um, it had a little pole on it with the, uh, with the little, interface right there and i had serious sm radio in the car <laughs> damn so that's how long ago it was man and i think i had like maybe free for a whole year and it was like 20 bucks a month after that or something like that that's how long ago it was but um i'm not i ain't really interested in the black friday no more man like i'm not trying to get out here and get a tv and all this other stuff so. Yeah, they've they've killed like the specialness of it, man. Because now it lasts like the whole month. Yeah. Now it's like I mean, there are some deals still. I usually my my plan of action is like unless I was gonna buy it eventually anyway, I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm trying to cut down my impulse buying because I've been bad about that lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to cut down on that shit. So now if, if I buy something, it's like something I was gonna get. I'm just getting it sooner now because it's cheaper. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't like the scrolling, looking for things that I might want. Yeah, yeah, I quit doing that. Shopping like a woman. Yeah, <laughs> your cart got like five hundred things. In yeah, it. you look at them like, oh, what do I take out now? Shit, yeah. what do I not need? And then really don't need any of it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting down on that. I've been, I, I didn't buy anything today, man. In general, I think yeah. I bought some stuff this week, just supplements and stuff that was cheaper than usual. So I went and got it, but. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. Yeah. And there's day for one Black Friday. What's funny is when I was on the air with Adam Spillane, man, he mentioned, uh, he ain't mentioned with the place. I meant to ask him off the air, but he mentioned how um, someplace, he got a bunch of emails talking about Black Friday sales and all that stuff. But uh, one place talk, uh, was talking about 10% off Black Friday sale. It's like, what the hell is 10% mm-hmm. off, man? You could... You could walk up to the cashier and ask for ten percent off and get it. Yeah, that sounds like an Apple sale. Yeah, <laughs> Apple be like fifteen oh percent off Black Friday sale. What the fuck? Yeah, shoot, I'm shocked they even had that. Man, they never mm. had no damn sales. But um, yeah, every time I see Apple like Best Buy something like that, it'd be like it'd be like thirty percent off of everything but Apple. Yeah, I'm just like, man, why y'all never had the sales on the on the Apple apply, uh, the Apple um, computers and all that stuff? Because they know there's no competition, man. Like, if you if you in an Apple ecosystem, you gotta buy Apple. Yeah. You know, other shit won't work on your shit. So you gotta yeah. fucking if you're gonna get the iPhone, you gotta get another iPhone. You can't. You're not gonna switch to Android. Don't even act like you will. All right. If you iPhone gang, you iPhone gang. Yeah. So. Yeah. If y'all buy anything for Black Friday, let us know. But I think this shit's kind of dead, personally. I think they stretched the, the deals all month long now, and, like, nobody cares. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think that might about wrap it up for our Black Friday edition of the podcast, man. Let's look at the Rocket score real quick. Oh, it's over. Uh, The Nuggets won. Oh, so. No, the Rockets won. Never mind. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah. Let me double check and make sure it's the right way. Okay, yeah, so the Rockets won again. Okay, okay. Damn, so much for the damn, so much for Jokic. Yeah. Hey, Alper, 
is Sagoon is the MVP now. Yeah, 21, okay. 14, and 8. Hey, Joel Embiid ain't beat him twice in a season. Yeah. That I know of, at least. Yeah. So, hey, next MVP of the league, Sagoon. I'm yeah. going to start the campaign right now, man. Yeah, Sagoon looked good tonight. Uh, Jalen Green had 25. Okay. 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 They're making some noise. Okay. so I'm they, rocking with it. I'm rocking with yeah, it. Yeah, so they, they advanced in the in-season tournament. Yeah. So what you what, we gonna buy some shirts <laughs> if they win? Look, man, tournament. I saw people get some uh, <laughs> shirts because the Astros won a division this year. Okay, <laughs> so I guess we just buy shirts yeah. for anything now. See, so, I'd rock an in-season championship it, let, jersey. Let me ask you this: We talked about this on the show too. Um, so, one, I guess the in-season championship is gonna be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So this is totally different from what the NBA usually do, man. They usually had like their finals, home and away game, yeah, yeah. So, are you willing to travel to Vegas to watch the Rockets play in the in season championship, or how? I mean, I mean do you expect real. do you expect Rocket fans and whatever other team, uh, or any any uh, fan uh, team of uh, whatever fan, go out to Vegas for this championship game? It depends on what day it is. Like, if it's during, like, a Wednesday or something, probably I, not. I, I think, and, and see that. Yeah, if it's, like, during I, a day of the week, no. I if think, it's on the weekend, I could see it happening. Like, honestly, realistically, would I go? No, but if would I be down to go? If, like, like it's Vegas, man. You could do other things there, watch the game, make a little trip out of it. I could see that people doing that, the fan base. Like, hey, let's just have a family trip this weekend, go to Vegas, and then see the Rockets game. You know, I think that's a good idea. But it can't be like on a Tuesday or Thursday. You know, that's the problem. It has to be like on a weekend. That's the thing. Or a holiday. I think it might be like on a random-ass day like that, too. Because I think it's... Yeah, that's not going to work. I think it's around the 4th or the 5th or something like that. Somewhere between early December. And, um... Yeah, man, I'm just kind of curious. I I never thought about that asset, uh, that aspect of it, because I I was just thinking of the in-season tournament, same as the you know, just a uh you know regular NBA game, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But um, I forgot they were having it in a, at a neutral neutral site. So I'm like, damn. So <laughs> I mean, as much as we was talking smack about this tournament, how it don't mean nothing. Yeah. I'm like, damn, do it mean enough where you go over here to watch this mean, mean, uh, like a meaning, mean you a list? I can't talk today. Meaningless. Yeah. Meaningless. I guess you mean. Yeah. Like, is it that much to travel over there to, for, for that? Because I know my it's question, Vegas. like, is it single? Is it only one game? I think so. I think it's like, I think it's kind of that's kind of crazy. I think you it's can't kinda, have a single elimination basketball tournament really in in pro basketball. That's kind of yeah. wild. You can't make any adjustments. But it's see, just over. But see, they treating it like it's uh, like a soccer league type thing. Yeah. So it's, it's because otherwise it's more games and you know the players gonna complain about that because they because whoever make it to that that uh, championship that in season championship they actually playing an extra game that year. Mm-hmm. So uh, whoever win that or whoever make it to that are playing 83 ga- or what, 83 games. So I don't think they're going to add another uh, other games to that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's just like a knockout round and advance, advance, advance. Okay. So, 
So it's kind of interesting. I would like to see the turnout. I, I, I really want to see the reaction to whatever team wins. Yeah, me too. I want to see, are we celebrating this? Uh, are we having I want to see if anybody's going to, like, pop a bottle or celebrate at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we're going to have a game the next day. Yeah. <laughs> are we having shirts? Are we going to make yeah. some shirts and all that stuff? <laughs> I want to see. I hope that whoever whoever wins it trolls and does, like, an over-celebration. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Let's say they bring a banner out or something. They've got banners. They got newspapers saying end season champions. They pop bottles. That'll be funny to see if somebody like overdid it sarcastically. Yeah. But I'm sure they're just gonna be kind of confused and be like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It's kind of like the um to me, that's kind of like when people win the summer league championship. Yeah. Where I mean it's cool because those guys ain't, you know, some of them guys ain't in the league and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a good accomplishment, but it's like, do fans celebrate that? <laughs> like, it's just hard to, it's really hard to understand that. Yeah. Unless it's like a team that never won shit, like the Wizards or somebody yeah. like them, like the the Hornets. Like, if they win, then I could see it happening. But, uh... <laughs> I, yeah, I think the Cavs won it this past summer. I think they actually won the Summer League Championship against the oh, Rockets. Wow. It was the Rockets and the Cavs playing. I mean, if they won the in-season tournament, it would be, I would get it because if they never won anything, they'd probably be a little hyped about it. But like, let's say, uh, like the Celtics win it. Yeah. They're not going to give a shit. Or the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Warriors win it. I doubt they would even play that seriously in it. Yeah. But yeah, they're not going to give a shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, and so. I, I like how people keep saying, well, the guy's getting paid the extra. So what do that got to do with me? They don't care. Yeah. And plus, they're going to blow that all in, the, in Vegas that night at the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's be like it never existed. Yeah. And like, why, what do that money have to do with me? Like, mm-hmm. why do I got to take this serious? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I want to see the crowd reaction, the fan reaction to whoever win it, just to kind of get me the too. For it. Like, I, honestly, I, I thought it was silly, but I'm not going to knock it until it plays out. Yeah. You know, maybe it actually is a way to get teams invested in the regular season, and maybe it'll work. I don't know. But yeah. right now, it looks kind of goofy. I don't like the multicolored courts. I think that shit looks stupid. So, I don't know. We'll see, though. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Um. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this podcast up, man. Let's go home to our families and whatnot and have a good night appreciate everybody who joined the podcast tab hrw drunk uh who else can you see uh, it when i put this this slate up yeah i see it okay okay thank the, the thanks for watching i like it very 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 professional of course uh, mark nash tv make sure y'all follow mark nash tv on youtube okay everybody make sure y'all follow like and subscribe him dope content dope channel uh, make sure you follow him. Tony Scott on Facebook, Miguel on YouTube, Matt Wan, Kenneth Jenny P, um, Brad Spoon, Mick Martinez, everybody who joined the podcast tonight to chop it up with us. We appreciate y'all. Um, Figgy, are you going to be out for the tailgate this week? Is it a home game? I forget. Yep, yep, it's a home game. They take on the Jags for the division title. Or not yeah. really the division title, but just the division league. So, We'll be out there in the red life. You see me, come holler at me, take a picture, all that other stuff. 
So yeah, it's, it's yeah. Up. Make sure y'all like. Make sure y'all follow Figgy if you're not already on Instagram. Like and subscribe and retweet his posts on X slash Twitter. Yeah. The uh, uh, the tailgate takeover man is dope content that he's doing. Put a lot of work into it. Make sure you're supporting it. And yeah, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And until next time, peace.